545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name is John. There's Brady. Brett Pesley. Big Dick Toledo. Here we go. Off and running for uh, the final day of this week. At least working. And uh, we're, we're just bombed with news of the passing of Meatloaf. Yeah. One of the most uh, unbelievably uh, hard-to-explain celebrities that has ever walked the face of the earth. I've never understood the Meatloaf thing. I never got the music. I never... I liked him in uh, Fight Club because they were making fun of him. He was the uh, least likely to be famous person I've ever seen get as famous as he did. 80 million records sold. Incredible. I mean, really, wasn't he famous off of three songs? Uh, one. Paradise. Yeah, Paradise. Which is uh, just I'd awful. Do Anything and then uh, Two Out of Three yeah. Bad. I mean, three yeah. songs. Years and years ago, we had the Sweet 16 of uh, crap, and we all picked... Artists that are like, well, it, it, they had to have sold us, it was like 20 million copies or something. And to be in the tournament. To be in the tournament. And like the, the most successful crap artist of all time. And Meatloaf and I uh, can't remember who the other one was. It was Pat was Benatar it, or something. Steve Miller's up there. Yeah. It, was, uh, it couldn't be a greatest hits, right? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, it was just their stuff. But it was uh, Meatloaf and Pat Benatar, I think, were in our final. And Ario Speedwagon was in it, and all. There's the some that were real eye openers that like sold what? Yeah, they sold this so many? huge amounts. Yeah, but Meatloaf I think ended up winning it, and there was no debate. Like everybody's like, "Yep, all the callers, everybody's like, yeah, it does none of it makes sense how that guy sold it." I still don't get it. You know, he passes away, and everybody's like, "Meatloaf died. Why was he famous again?" Oh, Paradise by that, which is one of my least favorite hit songs. Of all time. Not to talk bad of the man as he's dead, but I talked about him like this when he was alive. So it's okay, because I never got it. I just didn't get it. And it's weird, because he's not been in the public eye for ages. And they're treating this like Elvis passed away. Like, it's on all the news. And they've got clips of things on the, every uh, news source I looked at. And I'm like, this is kind of like if Ruben Stutter died in 40 years. Would anybody notice? Like, I don't think yeah. anybody's going to... He's, but, you know, up with you, and you won't like that, but like... Uh, Iconic like Alice Cooper for for people in the rock in the rock world like iconic sure because I, I think the only reason why is because he had a stupid name and he was gigantic yeah I think that's the only well, that reason helps. he's truly sure. famous is because he looked like he shouldn't be I think that's the biggest part of Meatloaf is how fat he was and he yeah. called himself and the word loaf involved in your name when you're that fat it's you're almost a weird out parody of yourself he uh, also had a reputation uh, the concerts that he put on were supposed to be an experience no it was a fat guy doing <laughs> stuff it, it was chris farley when chris farley just oh my god he's so athletic he puts Any, it out there man anytime a fat guy does extra people always say oh my god he's just amazing he's so athletic he's so unbe-. it's meatloaf moving around surprised people he had such a low bar the bar for meatloaf entertaining you was so low because you went in there thinking this chub's gonna and he passed out i don't know how many times the last 10 years. He had some health issues. Every time you heard about... The only time we've heard Meatloaf in the news in the last decade was him dropping on stage. That's it. It's never been like, oh, Meatloaf did another great thing. It's like, no, he fell down on stage. He's out cold. He passed out. He's got pneumonia. He's got something. I never got the Meatloaf thing, but uh, he's not, now I don't have to worry about it anymore. He's gone. And uh, the thing I was most surprised at, because Meatloaf was famous like 45 years ago, is that he's only 74. I thought Meatloaf would have been well into his 90s. He looked like garbage in the 70s. Oh, yeah. and he's never looked like a healthy... Uh, oh, you would have said he wouldn't have made it to 74 yeah, well, for 50 years. It's a fact. Point. It's uh, for Look, sure. I'm going to defend the guy. He uh, had a heck of a career. <laughs> you, you did? And you did? fat guys. So fat guys oh, can do stuff. Yeah, you know, I didn't say fat guys fat can't guys do stuff, you know, too. You're shaming but look, unbelievable. Here's the thing. Uh, as a baseball fan, I remember watching John Cruck 
Uh, he was a good baseball player. They started talking Hall of Fame and all this. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. The only reason we're talking that Crucky should be there is because he's fat. That's it. The, the, your expectations for that body shape are not to be as good as he is. And well, so Babe Ruth, too. Babe Ruth. Well, yeah, Babe yeah. Ruth was like a big dude anyway. He put up some numbers. He was fat. In the beginning, he wasn't. Charles Barkley used to have a six-pack, and they called him the round mound to rebound. They expected less from him, and he dominated. But he was never that fat. Now he's a pig. Now he's gigantic. <laughs> but Oliver Miller, the big O, he was a terrible basketball player when it came to like uh, the skills of basketball. But because he was a big fat guy, and he's 6'9", and he was gigantic, and he could move, Everybody thought he was like Barishnikov out there. He's dancing. I'm like, no, he is the worst player on the court at any given time. He's just, he's six fouls and he's filling space. He got dominated by good players, but because he was a big fat guy who made it that far, everybody gave him the benefit of the doubt that if he scored nine points and got six rebounds, hey, it's better than what that guy should be doing. Look at him. He should be laying down. And he fluctuated. The big O, yeah. He got bigger and then back to normal. Yeah. He never got less. He, <laughs> well, he'd go to he. He could get bigger. I the guess, dude yeah. would get two sixty, two seventy five. He'd jump up to three thirty and then back to two sixty. He was never like, wow, big O's two twenty five. He looks great. Uh uh-uh. uh It never went the right way. He'd fluctuate between God, he's fat, and holy Christ, what happened to Big O? I remember one year he came in the lowest he'd been in a while. You do pay attention a, to fat guy news. No, I just remember <laughs> that on Oliver. Miller. I should then. Yeah, no, he was never someone that we were like, we got to get. All I remember I mean, as the a one Suns year he had, he had a horrible year. Yeah, I just remember too light. as a Suns fan, I thought, my God, we have we have a roly-poly fat center on this good team. We can't go get a good center. This is what we're sticking with in this giant. Almost a comic relief in a way. Oh, it was terrible. It was just a, it was a disaster. But yeah, that's the reason why Meatloaf was famous. More so than his songs. Because if you listen to his songs, they're garbage. Just absolute mess. Eight, nine minutes of meatloaf song? I know, and what was it? By was it because it was, um, he put it like an operatic? He tried to make like big plays. The shows and stuff. Yeah. I think that's one reason I don't like him, because I can't stand musicals, and everything he did was a musical. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah, he made it all about drama. Yeah. And it was way over the top dramatic, and it wasn't that... Like the message of the song wasn't that dramatic. Yeah, I'm basically saying I, I shouldn't be I shouldn't be doing his eulogy because I just I hated meatloaf. I think is what I'm saying. I don't even like the taste of real meatloaf, let alone singing to me. That's the only thing that disturbed me at first. Meatloaf is gone. What? What? All of it? Yep. Better not never be. have meatloaf again, Brady. Yeah, but I mean, let's be honest. If he was a handsome, uh, you know, uh, dashing uh, singer, those songs would have been half as popular. Didn't do himself. Uh... Oh, maybe he got more fans when he did the Trump uh, competition. Was oh, when he was on when he's on The Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if everybody. I don't know. I just remember. Go. Oh God! Look at the size of that dude. Oh. I hate this song so much. Look at his head. He's just un- he's unwatchable. <laughs> Yeah, the only reason he's famous is because of the way he looked, and everybody's like, that guy? It's the Rick Astley thing. That guy is yeah. singing that? Yeah, he wasn't this bad looking, though. No, <laughs> God, no, no. I'd blow Rick Astley right in front of Meatloaf just to say, you know, you're not on the you're not on the menu, Meatloaf. And, yeah, he, oh, he, he just, uh, ugh, there was nothing appealing about him. Anyway, goodbye, Meatloaf. <laughs> I loved you in uh, Fight Club. You were great. As bitch teeth. There's only one, one story when I was in high school. My buddy uh, Todd Zilmer, his b- older brother, Eric was in, in, in Africa going around. This is the one we had to clear up. 
Yeah. Yeah, remember? How he got the money from the loaf. Because yeah. he, he had a his ticket. He couldn't get on the plane. So he had to buy another ticket. Your friend did. My friend's uh, brother, older yeah. brother did. And he told him that the story was Meatloaf gave him 700 bucks to right. buy the ticket. Yeah. And we determined later that he gave him $700 to just leave him alone. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> get out and they left him in Africa or something, didn't they? They flew him to another place and gave him $700 and well, said, went you're on your way. own. Yeah. You're on your own. Leave me alone. <laughs> This is one of Brady's Ohio friends bothered Meatloaf to the point where Meatloaf paid him to go away. <laughs> and the, 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 the story hey, inside there you go. Brady uh, had, would, had told it. It stopped making sense. Remember, you started to tell him, like, none of this adds up. Like, why would yeah, Meatloaf? because it sounded like, oh, they were sitting next to each other on the plane talking. and Meatloaf handed him money friends. to say, just get out of here. You're bother- You're <laughs> driving me nuts. Whoever whoever you are, And you if you can not- drive Meatloaf nuts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he made Meatloaf mad at him. And the guy, and somebody in his camp said, here's money. You do something else, <laughs> and the story has been yeah. But then the we story had to call comes the back. He's like, yeah, he's a good friend of mine, man. Right. We called him because Brady's story. It's like I don't know what the details are. Well, we got to get the story, and it was totally like, no, no, no. I was uh, I was harassing him, and uh, it was seven hundred dollars, or a, it was either that or a, like a restraining order. Something was coming my way. <laughs> but yeah, that's the meatloaf. Meatloaf was he's gone now. But I mean, who in our world now is kind of that? Like the, 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 again, it's like those moments where like, wow, the world is. Like, who's surprised Meatloaf passed away? The, the, like, TMZ's top story? I'm like, that, that's a top story? And then you look and see these sold 80 million records. I guess, I guess, but he's been out of the public eye since, like, 1990. Oh, maybe, I don't know when, when Fight Club came out, like, 96. But even still, people, in 96, people are like, oh, that's Meatloaf, that guy that used to be famous. And that was 25 years ago. When Meatloaf was, uh, like, right about my age and your age. But yeah. That's when he was a uh, bitch teats in uh, in that movie. He was forty eight. He looked like he was a hundred then. That was ninety nine. Okay, was well, like fifty one. Yeah. yeah, The Apprentice was. Um, that was probably in the mid two thousand. Yeah. But again, that was The Apprentice was for sad celebrities who had fallen. Oh yeah, the, I guess I don't know. If when Arsenio Hall dies in his seventies, are we all just going to? Oh my god! Like it's just like oh okay, he's one of those. Middling type, he had a little pop arise. Actually, bigger than Meatloaf. I don't know. It's just when when it's like we we seek out. Maybe it's the international recognition. I don't know. It's tragedy porn. It's the news trying to tell us, oh, this is terrible. It's like, oh, it's not. I frankly, I'm surprised Meatloaf made it to 74. Guys that look like him don't usually hit 70 something. So good on I, Meatloaf. Yeah, you could have um, said, oh, he died a couple years ago. Right. No one would have. And evidently oh, it was that's COVID. Right. They said COVID got him this morning. That's the new report. They, it was undisclosed yesterday or late last night, and now it's COVID. Well, you know we're going to get it from everybody because he, oh. he was a big advocate for the vaccine. I and know. was happy that Australia locked down. And I, know. I know. I'm not trying to change anybody's minds because right. I simply don't care anymore. Yep. But if he died from it, he died from it. If he didn't, I don't care. He's still dead. He's 74. Something was going to get that guy. Cold. A cold. Yeah. That dude's heart was fighting like the little train, that little engine that could. I mean, it was smoke coming out of the steam the stack of that. Boy, I tell you. Anyway, so long, Meatloaf. And we will not be playing any of his music as a wake-up song because <laughs> I frankly don't have the patience, time, or desire. Awful. Do anything but not that. Uh, yeah, and, and that's that I'll do anything but not that is about butt sex. That's about a banging a fat guy in the ass. That's essentially, I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. Anytime a singer, again, goes back to Hall and Oates, no can do. I can't go for that. That's about putting fingers in butts. There's, no, there's nothing else it can be about. 
If it, unless it gets specific, I can go for being twice as nice. We can do a little extra. But uh, I'll, I'm not doing that. And that's the same with meatloaf. I'll do anything for love. I love you. I'll do anything. But I am not doing that. You're not putting that there. And the whole thing blew up into this, you know, 80s ballad, this amazing thing that girls played at their weddings and stuff. I'm like, this song is about anal sex. Why don't you guys hear it? Why don't Why don't you hear what I hear? I was a teenager, and I'm like, hey, this is about putting things in your butt. Because that's the same conversation every girl has with a guy. I love you. I'll do anything. But don't ask me to do that. That's the only time I do anything for love, but I won't do that even applies. What won't you do? Kill for you? Then you dimension it in the song. I can't kill for you. I love you. I won't kill for you. But I won't do that. And leaving it ambiguous, that's about the ass. So that giant pig singing about ass sex is dead. And none too soon. It stops him from ever trying to do uh, more music. And speaking of stopping music completely, Rage Against the Machine is not coming again. 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 That's uh, the show from March of 2020. Uh, postponed to April of 2021, postponed to uh, May, of, May of this year, is now no longer going to be a show this year. And it looks like Phoenix is one of the dates that's going to get bounced completely as they try to reschedule. They're going to start get, uh, the tour again in June or July. Did they say why? Is this a COVID thing? It's got to be. They got to do a video or something and at least cry about canceling dates right. like Adele did. Oh, good. Adele oh, went yeah. crazy crying on TV because, you know, COVID has I'm ravaged so her sorry. team. She has well. She canceled her Vegas uh, yeah, residency. residency, and you know what she's crying about is not that she can't see and sing for you. Is those residencies are like fifteen, sixteen million dollars? <laughs> she gets a ton of money for that, and to cancel it, it's a, you know she's not going to get paid. So uh, yeah, so the Rage Against the Machine. I laugh at Rage Against the Machine because they're always so badass against the powers that be. That's their reputation, and they couldn't be more in lockstep with the powers that be. Depending you know? on what. Uh, Depending on who's in office, who's well, in power, true. is very true. When they're in lockstep or not, but, but they're just so afraid of everything. It seems, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, they're just scared to death to like we won't make a misstep. The COVID thing, just, they won't throw caution to the wind. You're a rock band. All the other ones are doing it. Nobody's getting in trouble anymore. We kind of have this thing yeah, understood. Usually be against the man. Yeah, and it's like yeah, screw this. No matter what man it is, COVID's not going to stop us from rocking. Nothing stops the rock, rain, shine, or disease. And now it's like, no, nah, we better, we, we got a show in May. And they're still like, no, I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid. By May, I'll still be afraid. They're even announcing their fear of when they're going to be scared. Uh, it's, uh, we'll be scared in May still. We're going to move that. So I was reading yesterday that they said the Phoenix show, which is now third time moved, uh, probably won't fall into the schedule very easily. So they might have to move it to next year. Now again. they still doing Coachella? I don't know. That's a good question. Because then it isn't COVID fear. Exactly. Because then it's a money thing. And th- and Phoenix is on the way to Coachella, too. Well, Coachella has a rule that you can't play within 500 miles of Coachella for like 90 days. So I have to wonder if that's a thing. That Coachella's on They there, took Coachella and then, instead. Well, no. I mean, they, they already knew that. It. This was a, But the postponement might have had something to do with them. Yeah, but they had that set up before. Yeah, that's so what I mean. mean. That's, that one might get... A, a pass because of what was set before they took Coachella. Uh, but if they're still doing Coachella and canceling all this other stuff, then it doesn't make any sense. They're not truly raging against the machine. They're answering the machine and calling the machine back. Answering the machine. Yeah, the machine has told them what to do, and we'll call you right back, machine. We're not that tough. And they, you know, just it's just going to be tough to watch them storm around on stage and talk about fighting power and being a badass and if you I don't do what understand. you tell yeah, I won't do what you tell yeah, yeah and it's like all right but you will and with masks on yeah you, yeah they're going to be all masked in their M95s 
It's, it's so muffled. I can't, Zach, I can't hear you. He's just annoying me at this point. It sounds like someone's kidnapped Elma. But yeah, he, uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah. F you, I won't do what you tell me. And then we better listen to the boss. Of a giant splash guard on the stage for water bottles being thrown or any <laughs> right. liquid. Why don't they just build a big giant plastic mask in front of the stage for the bands that are afraid and let the so the audience can't spit on them and let them perform yeah, like a little they're dome, like they're, in the bubble. Yeah, like they're like in the, the bubble. Uh, the mask, the screen right. that we had, the deal breaker, the plastic deal breaker mask that goes over your face. The the weather like well, I'm not the wearing game mask. changers. That's yeah. it. But it was the, screw this. I'm just going to wear this this surgical shield, splash shield. And put one of those up like you're putting, uh, you know, like Star Wars figurines that never came out of the box. You got that little thing in front, and they can perform behind that wall. It'll still be live. Call it the salad bar tour. I don't get it. We don't want our fans to get sick. Well, if the fans are willing to do it, I guess they're raging against the machine harder than you are, pussies. <laughs> Elmo, I can't understand you. Complying with the machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete, <laughs> incomplete go. compliance with the machine. Okay, I'll do what you tell me. Yeah, I mean, they are, like, marching to the line. There are ways around it. The band is, I don't think a band's ever caught COVID from the crowd. The crowd gets it all the time. I and mean, it's not like there's people right up on that stage right. from Coachella. I mean, they're, they're a little they're ways away. far yeah. away. And you can isolate yourself, so... I don't understand, but they're not coming. So if you had tickets for that, the refunds are all over. I can check the news. I think AZ Family's got it. We've got it on our page at 98kupd.com. Find out how you get your money back, because that's what I do right now. Toledo told me that yeah. that's what he was doing. Toledo got I think he already did it. Oh, okay. He oh, yeah, finally he said, I'm done. Did you get tickets to that? You didn't go to I that. I have the Ramstein Oh, yeah, you're, you're still, still, still on for that. September. Of this year. Yeah. Which was supposed to be 2020? Yes. Yes. And then that just got delayed for two years. Correct, because it'll be yeah, September I guess it this is. year. Coming, yeah. yeah, they meant yeah. So that's a two-year delay for Ramstein, which I was real excited about a couple of years ago, and I still would love to go see them. But I mean, it seems like I'm not going to get my hopes up to buy tickets for something that far away because these guys are all afraid of everything. These I'm hoping uh, it happens, and I can skip over to L.A. Get some Amazon packages from the yeah. train tracks yeah. and go to the train tracks. Extra treats. Come back with all sorts of COVID tests and people's socks and T-shirts. and It's laying all over Los Maybe Angeles. Maybe take a train ride. Right. The news has, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, Brady's talking about the the trains in L.A. that uh, you know come off of the docks and deliver a bunch of stuff. Have uh, They announced basically a while ago, hey, we don't have security. We haven't had security for a while. We've had to cut back zero security down there at the docks where the trains load up. And Bad people went, no security, Amazon packages. We don't need to door uh, pirate. We can do it here at the train. And there is a video of just nothing but Amazon packages all around the train tracks. Trains going by. Just, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of packages stolen, rifled through, and thrown down. Plenty not even open. Yeah, they're just pulling them off like, yeah, this is nothing. This is not. Here's stuff. Here's something. And they're just stealing it. And so if you haven't gotten a package in a while, it's probably laying on the train tracks in L.A., Right by the docks. But, I mean, they basically told every bad guy in Los Angeles and surrounding areas, we don't have any security around this really uh, valuable area here. So, uh, well, anyway, we're running trains still. So, come on down. No security. Okay. And they just stole it like crazy because the disease of California is to be as stupid as possible at all times. And they're really good at it. 
And that is one of the dumbest things I've seen. But now everybody's just shocked. Can you believe what's happening by these train tracks? After the uh, train company said that they don't have security anymore, people did this. I'm like, what did you expect? You would think after the first few times, <laughs> right. the cops would be down there or right. they'd hire security or something. You know what nobody puts in front of their house? A little octagonal sign that says, this house has zero security. <laughs> like, nobody would ever announce that the house, it's free-for-all inside here. We don't even have locks on our doors. Anyway, good night. And then you put, because you drive by houses now. Everybody's got a little thing in their front yard. ADT protected or by, yeah. Adobe yeah. or protected by, and they've all got a little security alarm. Nobody puts one up that says, no, no locks. Hardly ever home. Well, there you're a target, dummy. Come on in, sailor. Yeah. Lost our... We, we don't have enough money for security at this house. Well, of course they're going to go ahead and rob you. There's zero shocking anything about that except for the announcement of... Truckers, uh, welcome. Yeah, how stupid you'd have to be to tell everybody, wow, this highly valuable place where we store a lot of goods and services. We don't have any security for it. The door's wide open, too. Okay. And they stole almost everything off the trains. It's kind of Bangladeshi. When oh, you see it, it, it looks so, like India. Oh, it looks like all the worst mess. parts of India. It's just awful. Third Remind world. me when they were also um, first filming the border. All the clothing. And oh, yeah, yeah. That was a mess. When they'd show the, the crossings. It's like a canal of yeah. junk. They have all their stuff they just leave behind as it gets hotter. They're like, all right, this is for nighttime, this is for tomorrow. And they just leave their clothes and their backpacks and all their stuff behind. It's terrible. But yeah, it did. It looked like third world stuff. It's just hard to look at. Like meatloaf. To take it full circle. Just hard to look at. I don't understand how it's uh, anything anybody would want to see. Uh, but I'd rather look at that than Meatloaf, for sure. There aren't many shows I'd go to uh, or go to Meatloaf instead of, in lieu of. He's like, yeah. I'd go to Jimmy Buffett before Meatloaf. Really? That's how much I don't no, like Meatloaf. Not yes, me. I, would. Oh, yeah. I would. I would. I, I yeah, can. I, would. Uh, I don't like Jimmy Buffett at all. This About is 311. Not... Oof. I'm going to 311. Three eleven, uh, I would do on that one. Yeah, I go to three eleven before Meatloaf. Meatloaf is low in the list. Kiss and Meatloaf are close. To me, is like the worst band you could ever see live. That's a tough one because <laughs> Kiss like, is I've terrible. Seen them, you've seen them twice or Kiss is just terrible. Three times, I'm like, well, it did. It would be the first time in Meatloaf. Yeah, what? Kiss is awful. Uh, there's nothing good about their music. There's absolutely zero good about their stage show. I don't like watching 80-year-old men in face paint looking like mimes and plastic. I might go to the loaf on that one. I'd still rather hear Kiss's songs. I hate Kiss Kiss songs, but I don't want to hear Meatloaf singing. I don't want to hear you doing that ever again either. (laughs) Ever. Stop right there! Yeah, I don't want to hear you doing it. I don't want to hear anybody doing it. Yeah, there isn't much. I, w- I don't know that I could. I honestly might be like, you might sway me to a country show before Meatloaf. Well, at least it'll be some decent looking ass at a country Ooh, show. You got, yeah. you, at least you got visuals. That's true. Because imagine what Meatloaf, imagine the slop Meatloaf was oh. hitting. Oh, backstage, the backstage blech at Meatloaf shows. Oh, God. A lot of fat aprons being oh, lifted. Ah, just servicing. human fruitcakes. Just disgusting. <laughs> Nobody wants them. Oh, anyway, sorry, Meatloaf. Uh, in, in retrospect, I shouldn't have been the one to deliver the eulogy. <laughs> uh, it's 6.09. Let's get a wake-up song. And no, not him. <laughs> Don't care. Uh, unless it's something from Fight Club, maybe. Just in honor of the only thing I like that he did because he wasn't singing in it. Uh, is 609. Let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up!
hot, 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 Glorious beginning to a Friday at uh, 6.34. Wow, the meatloaf love coming through the emails. A 57, I never, I never understood that idiot. Good riddance from the earth. Michael Aday. I guess that's his real name. Uh, the other one. Uh, if you go to a dive bar and they have a jukebox, some dried out hag will play meatloaf. Leave immediately. <laughs> that's very true. Another one said, uh, I worked at a karaoke bar, or a bar that had karaoke. Uh, We had to ban Paradise, because it's nine minutes. No one wants to hear some fat lady singing that for nine minutes, let alone the fat lady that sang it originally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John, just a quick question. Meatloaf concert, or starring on a triple, or or a... Oh, God. Jump starting a triple D guy. Is that the diner's drive-ins, the dashboard guy? Whatever yeah. That, yeah. So I'd have, to, Fieri? I'd have to blow a guy. I'd have to basically say, blow Guy Fieri or go to a meatloaf show. <laughs> and I got to think about that. You got to give me about an hour. You got to think? Yeah, I got to think about that. Yeah. Uh, I'd go to the meatloaf concert. Food is involved in both. Yeah. Yeah. But one has actually probably got some good food, and the other's Guy Fieri. Here's <laughs> uh, another one. So, so, oh, yeah, and the Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the... Uh, keep Rage in their cuck world and stay the F out of Phoenix. We've already got a king of cucks ruling the city. Toledo. We don't need these libtards around here. Yeah. Libtards. Got okay. you. And then the other one was, uh, I saw it on the thing. So, no wonder, it doesn't surprise me at all. Toledo had tickets to that libtard cuck show. Watch a bunch of cucks singing and dancing for a cuck in the audience. They People got angry at Rage Against the Machine, like mad. They got political. And basically, instead of being political saying this is our stance, they told everybody else they were wrong. I think that's the problem with like modern-day politics and music. Back when you know John Lennon would say, I disagree with this and uh, the war and all that. People hated him. I think if John Lennon was alive today, he'd be the most vilified human being on the planet. They, they would hate him. Politically, they would hate John Lennon. And, you know, just uh, stupid hippie getting naked in bed with that ugly Asian lady. And they, oh, they would tear him apart. And Let they alone did your um, English, too. Well, you British telling that. America yeah. how to live. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, exactly. The bottom line was they hated him then. There were a good a majority, but the fans didn't. The fans never turned on the Beatles so much. As, man, the Rage Against the Machine, their music was not strong enough to uh, sway their fans away from their political views. And again, like I've always said, you don't want to know the people that you like as far as celebrity goes. You keep that fourth wall up. That's what Twitter's done. That's why, One of the reasons I think we fight so much constantly is because we don't have celebrities that put out an image. We have celebrities we get to know. You can talk to them. The last thing you want to know is your celebrity. They're the drama kids. You didn't want to hang out with these people in high school. They were the weirdos who did drama. And now these actors that we put on pedestals are able to have uh, speak their minds, and so they're idiots most of the time. The majority of the time, they're just uh, inflated egos that feel like they've done something special because they were stepped on as kids. So they're, they're lashing back at society saying, I do matter. Drama kids never mattered in school. They got picked on. They were, And now they're the superstars, the band geeks. The kid who sang in chorus, they go on to be the singers and stuff. And they were the ones everybody was pooping on. 
So then they get a chance to say what they want, and they scream it because they feel important. Rage Against the Machine, they're one step away from being a ballet troupe. you got to remember, all musicians, Whoa. yeah, all musicians are barely tender, are barely manly. They're, they're super tender. They all play tough because they have to. That's the image they're presenting. You don't want to get to know these guys. Again, I've always said this. I've never seen men crying more in my life than when uh, I came to work at KUP. <laughs> yeah. This hard-ass rock station. This Shocking. Bad mother effers everywhere. And the ones who cried the hardest were the ones who wore the toughest T-shirts and had the most, like, badass attempts. They cried like babies over little things. We came from the zone, Brady and I. I didn't see much crying there. Chicks and gay guys. It's like, yeah, sensitive heaven. Yeah, you'd, you'd think that was the one where if the wind blew wrong, we'd have tears. Uh-uh. Well, go was, down the hall and you got that You got they that don't all do over that here. again. They don't cry down there. I gotta get, they're, they're dramatic, yeah. but they don't cry. This place cries. Let alone, uh, it. well, just the whole, you know, even if you meet some of the bands backstage. They're whatever, damaged like, humans. Wildly damaged humans. Like, that was humans. uncomfortable a little bit. Try not to laugh at the same time. I know it's emotional, but yeah. Ivan, the first time, oh. you know, and then he starts talking about his daughter. And, oh, my God. It's sensitivity. It's so sensitive because they're all damaged And then turns guys. around. I'm going to yeah. burn my life for burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burn this whole place to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like, we get it. You've got to lash out. You feel weak and powerless, and the rock music gives you that power. That's why you don't want to get to know him for real. You don't want to get to their music screams out. I'm I'm angry and everything. That's their emotion. They can't get out. You should see them backstage. Oh, corn was one of the most. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Four guys who just won't talk to each other. I'm not talking to Monkey today. No, where's my baby? They all had separate dressing rooms and no it was one was out talking. earlier than me. And they had their kids back. And there. they were afraid to fight out loud. They just I choose not to speak to you. It was silent treatments. It was it was the gayest things I've ever seen. It was U Fest where they wouldn't go on stage without glass Perrier bottles. Oh, that was uh, Danzig and Otep. Otep okay, through the Perrier the cups or something. Danzig had coffee cup issues through a fit. Uh, like a huge... Like Needed it in glass. And I, I, I remember Na- Nancy was in charge of the thing and said, uh, well, that was... Uh, uh, Otep wanted a glass Perrier. Yeah. And he had a ceramic mug, and he demanded a different type of mug. Uh, because the, he's like, I can't have this ceramic whatever. It, and he, it's a huge baby fit. And you're like, Nancy said to me, I can't believe this is an adult. I can't believe I'm dealing with an adult. And I'm like, you're not. You're dealing with a fractured, broken rock singer whose only power is on stage. The only time that little man right there, that five-foot-four-inch man, I guess, quote, <laughs> feels power is when he's on stage screaming out the stuff. We get Frau him Bluka came in. Oh, man. man. would like that triple filter water. And Otep was the same. She's very angry. But, and she was nicer. But she yeah. was fragile, too. Uh, you don't want to know these people. Rage Against the Machine. Do you think that they're up there? And then backstage, we're like, well, I got, in the rider, I'm supposed to get a fresh pair of socks for every show. It's like walking on clouds. And if I don't get my socks, I'm not going up there. Jason Newstead blowing a gasket. Trashed the oh, trailer. That's right. Why? I didn't get to play when you told me. We're, or we're, and they're playing during, a, right. there's another stage going. There were two stages. You said 1230, and then this other band was going. Nobody oh. going to hear me. If the <laughs> band was better, they would have came and seen you. Exactly. And by the way, Jason. 
You're playing a festival at 1230. Be happy you got paid. Nobody came for you. You're an add-on. That was a break-even form. You're an add-on. And then he trashed the trailer we gave him. And we're like, all right, I got to pay for that, you Here's your bill. Idiot. We didn't make any money on that show because those guys really screwed me. No wonder you got kicked out of Metallica. And no, he started on Metallica because they revealed when they pulled the curtain back on Metallica and that dramatic documentary about them in therapy and how much they cry. It's like, stop it. We want you. We want you to be the hero on stage. Skid Row, and we told Sebastian. The only badass in that one was Lars' dad. Lars' dad was the only one who had the image like, you are right. Delete delete that. And do not show people this. (laughs) What are you doing? When Sebastian Bach was here and we talked to him right before the break and told him about the time I saw Skid Row without him and they were begging the crowd for like $5 donations because they weren't sure they were going to make it to Tucson in their bus. It's like, no, you guys are who are, you're the heroes right now. We can't have Superman say, I tore my cape, I can't do much. We, we just pretend you're badass. Just It's a show. They call it a show. Play pretend that you guys are killing it and then go backstage and go, oh my God. Yeah, we're broke. <laughs> this is bad. We're insolvent. But yeah, rock music is full of image, and once you get to know them for real, ooh, and same with the actors and stuff. They're all, all sensitive babies. Yeah. All comedians are just dark, uh, broken, psychological nightmares. But on stage, they say the things that they're afraid to say to people one-on-one. They, the only power they have is on stage. You don't want to know these people. Athletes are the same. You don't want to know them. You... you you envision them one way, and then you meet them, and it's disappointing. That's why I always find that amazing when people meet a celebrity and they say, you know, he was actually really nice. We're surprised by it. That's all they have to do is, is be decent to you, and you'll put, you'll be like, he's amazing. Because you you want him to be. And at the same time, they don't say anything, then immediately they're a no, hell of a guy. He didn't well, say he didn't hi say, to me. No, he didn't even look at me. He's just a real dick. Like, yeah, they're, they're on that fine line. Don't meet him. I've met a few of my, like a local D-list celebrity, Doug Hawkins. I went to dinner with him last night, and he brought me a hat. And uh, somebody, people recognized Doug Hopkins, like, because he was on that TV show and stuff. And Doug's like, oh, God, the table over there is looking at me. They recognized me. And Doug loves to play the game of, like, do you know who John Holmberg is? Do you know who John is? Asking waiters and stuff. We went to a really good restaurant last night, uh, Cafe Monarch or Monarch Cafe. Another fine dining experience that the bill comes, and it's like, well... There's 13th house payment for this year. That's a little heavier than I expected. It's high end. Very expensive. Uh, but we're sitting there joking around about stuff like that. I did learn something about Doug last night, just to get off the celebrity thing. I'll just go back. Even people who meet Doug expect him to be something from their perception. And when they meet him and he's nice to them, I'm like, well, okay, you were, he was really cool. I met Doug and he seemed really nice. I'm like, what did you think? He was going to take a swing at you? Your bar was so You're low. You're going to try to buy my house. Right. All he had to do was just say hi and be nice. That's it. No, no, I just didn't expect you to do it. Well, that's because you have self-esteem issues. So Doug goes, this is a thing, because Doug's a, a middle-aged fellow, right? So we're telling stories back and forth at dinner last night. And I don't think you'll mind me telling this. Doug is, uh, every time he goes to urgent care, he gets his ass examined. He asks the doctor, <laughs> even if it's for a sore throat. Every time he's like been to urgent cancer, ass cancer, or yeah. just, uh, yeah, just prostate. He, he, his philosophy is it's all in the prostate, and if that thing's okay, I'm okay. And so if he goes to the doctor, that that poor doctor's got another thing happen. Like I need you to do something for him. Doctor's like, gosh. And Doug is the doctor, like, and he goes into once a week. <laughs> he's got a standing room, fifty-two times a year. <laughs> Stay a little funky back there, doc. Uh, I'm going to check her out. 
Sore throat. Let's go back door. I think I know where the, the problem is. It's back here. He's the Louis Anderson of it. And I tell you, the best time to go is at night. Yeah, he's the, yeah, oh yeah, in an alley. He's the <laughs> Louis, heavy arena food this week, Doc. He's the Louis Anderson of uh, doctor's business. You see that ass back there? Why don't you take a gander up in that thing? I'll give me a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, so we're talking in the middle of dinner. He goes, you got to get that thing checked. And I'm like, nah, whatever goes wrong back there, I'll die from it. I'm never getting that checked. He's, what are you talking about? And I said, ah, the worst thing about getting your ass checked is that somebody finds something wrong. And now you got 14 appointments where people are digging around in there. I'm not interested in that kind of lifestyle. What I don't know probably can and will kill me, and I'm fine with it. I have no real ties to this this earthly bond. I'm not super excited about finding cancer and beating it. If it's in my ass, eat away. Tip of the cap, cancer. You're a champion for a reason. You're undefeated for a reason, my friend. And I'm not giving you the benefit of knowing about it. I'm just going to ignore you. You got 28 feet. Yeah, put on the dress. Wolfie's like, put on the dress. Be a man and get your ass checked. I'm like, nah. Uh, and not because I'm afraid of having my ass checked. I do it myself sometimes. Put on a Kaiser helmet, throw a thumb in there, and I'm having a good time. Yeah, but that's a different But that's different. I'm not looking for anything bad. Right. If I found something bad, I'd be like, oh, no. There's something in there. You wouldn't stop, though. Oh, I'd finish the job that yeah, I was yeah, yeah. doing, but I'm not going to be the one that knows what bad feels like. If it's that obvious that I know something in there You'd feels bad. you know something odd, right? If I knew. Just Google it and read about you, it you, and then. Bingo. You've, yeah, you've played around enough back there to know <laughs> I've reached odd. in. Uh, I've swirled the bowl. Sure. I know where the smooth spots are and where the bumps hit. <laughs> I know when something's out of order. Ooh, that's a hemi. But if something was to the point where I'm like, ooh, I'm worried about that. No doctor's ever going to know about it. I just don't care that much about getting better. Cancer? Well played, friend. <laughs> you crawled in my ass, eh? Well, then, I'll do anything to get better, but I won't do that. That's a meatloaf thing. <laughs> but Doug, every couple months, he's like, I got to get it checked. I love it. I mean, I do it because of my health. Yeah, and he was trying to get the waiter to get in on it. You go to urgent care. They'll do it at urgent care. And I'm like, urgent care? That poor bastard at urgent care is basically just giving you antibiotics their only job is to fix utis and like basic stuff biggest biggest fingers they'll do it evidently doug told me so and he's you know i don't know if he's a fan of it or a big health guy you have one health scare it'll change it i'm like all right uh, is it in the family what getting fingered i don't know no prostate oh (laughs) did he go to st tim's yeah he might have he might have spent some time right we had a fun time last night. Doug's fun. Always get to drinking and storytelling. And, but he's big on health, so that was his message. Tell your listeners tomorrow morning that everybody should get checked. And I'm like, all right. I'm, if you feel like it, go crazy. I, I'm not against it. But I'm also not going to be too upset with you if you're like me. And you're like, I don't need to find out anything's wrong. I'll go till I hit glass. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, something's got to be hanging out of there for me to go, I should probably go get this looked at. <laughs> If I can touch it without going in, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. I have no interest in You know, we could fix that. Yeah, we could. But that requires you being in my ass more. I, I got better things to do I thought your day. solution back there was camphophenique. Well, that's for hemorrhoids. Oh, for hemorrhoids. Yeah, I'm not okay. doing that with cancer tumor. I'll try it. I'm not going to. Sure, yeah, I'll not? do a home remedy or two. But that isn't, yeah, because I just don't have any interest in. What about all the people around you? Yeah, well, I don't want to burden them with rides back and forth to the hospital on that donut chair. Can't sit down. You gotta help me. I gotta sit on the donut. You chair. don't want that assistance van showing up my, at your my at your butthole house. blew out. <laughs> you changed my sack. Can't drive. My sack's full. This isn't living. Since the doctor closed up my mind, 
I got this side escape sack. Sack's full. <laughs> go to bed with that thing <laughs> hanging off the side. <laughs> Laid on my sack last night. Popped the top. Oh. We need a new mattress. Oh. <laughs> Tough to needle. You need to design <laughs> I, I, it. Yeah, yeah. That's more absorbent. <laughs> Waterproof. Oh. Sack proof. <laughs> <laughs> The new tough to middle mint scented mattress, just in case. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. Crud. Yeah, it's, I, I got that the two pieces of wood and an X over my anus. Abandoned mine. Danger, danger. Because the new hole's up here on my side. Closed for the season. Not interested. And to those of you who are, I'm not coming down on you. Good for you. That's just a will to live I don't have. I'm happy being around. I'm not going to take my own. Something's living in my ass. It's going to live in there until it gets me. And it's going to take over this vessel, and I'll be fine. Totally fine. And then, I, and this is because I live in a life with this. Uh, John, here's a hypothetical choice for you, and I like these. Because the guys kept saying, what would you rather see, 311 or meatloaf or this and that? Uh, let's say Megan runs into somebody at the grocery store and recognizes the name, and it's uh, somebody you talk about on the radio. She then invites them to your house for one of the Steeler parties. Uh, which of these two would you rather have at your place? Father of the guy whose son acted out the special ed stuff to get nurses' aides to come wipe his ass. Or father of the Hacienda aid aspiring rapper who knocked up the, the uh, sleeping lady at the facility. You have to take one? I have to take one of these people to my Steelers party. Do I take the great Paul Menchaca Sr., the most undeserving man to junior his child ever, who junior, sharing a name with him, Pretended to be retarded 20 times so he'd have uh, nurses and aides come over to the house to wipe his ass when his parents weren't home. Taking Menchaca, I think he needs a beer yeah. and some good friends to let loose and unload. Nathan Sutherland's I'm, dad can lie about his son because he's not uh, Nathan Sutherland Sr. He's still a grandfather. I'm taking Sutherland because you really? got the halftime show. <laughs> what right does that mean? You, you said invite him to the football game, so you got a halftime show right there. He can do his little Christian rap for you. No, no, you're talking yeah, about the real guy. Oh, the oh, dad. Oh, my father. Okay, I the missed that part. Of the bad oh, I missed like, that Why part. would I make Nathan's dad sing? I thought he was a halftime show. Fake face. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nathan's dad, get up there and do a little, I don't know. California knows how to party. Why am I doing this? California. Yeah, I think I'd take Paul Menchaca Sr. because his name was tied to the idiot kid forever, and he had to go to work the next day. He needs some joy in his life. With the news talking about Paul Menchaca the whole time, and uh, he had to be like, hey, Paul, I saw in the news last night, you're starting, uh, you can't deny it, you're Paul Menchaca Sr. Jr. You, you passed your name on to this idiot who ruined everything about your first and last name. And you still have to kind of love him and stuff. You know, it's not a tragic thing. It's a, oh, no, we raised that guy. He might be out by now. Paul Menchaca Jr.? Jr. Uh, hopefully he's moved to, like, Wyoming or someplace small where no one has the internet. Because you look him up. Now, how does he date on Tinder? Everybody, I met this guy. He seems real great. His name's Paul Menchaca. And I Googled him. Oh, my God. He used to play pretend retarded to have healthcare workers come over for $20 a day to wipe his ass. Because he'd get aroused. And then he'd full-on, like, hobble, thriller walk back to the house, and the one nurse got suspicious and followed him, and he was normal. Wait a minute. That walk was normal. Guys are so safe back on the sidewalk. It was totally normal. I know about you. Oh, don't tell my dad. Puck you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm guaranteed she was Filipino is what Brady's saying. Puck you. I want the door, you tell me.
I want to go to a rage show in the Philippines. I fuck you. I want to do what you tell me. But uh, rage, come on, uh, the uh, uh, pussy. Anyway, uh, and then I got to get to this, Brady. I'm not going to pause it. Okay. There's a new uh, thing for your kid to worry about there, Toledo. New challenge. New uh, challenge to all the teens out please there. Please enlighten me. Maybe he's done it. Uh, I'll even, uh, the, the news story starts with this. The writer actually wrote this to start, and I bet you he has done it. Let me start off by apologizing as a journalist because the things that I'm about to write are really disgusting. Put your egg muffins down. Kids these days will try anything to catch a buzz. From boofing beer. Sleepy chicken? I think that's, yeah, we got the sleepy chicken thing. Vaping vodka. The latest cheap thrill will surprise you. The newest teen fad. I just have a drum roll for this. Nothing surprises me. These idiots. This will surprise you, Brett. The newest teen fad. On the cover of Teen Beat. It's way worse than eating Tide Pods. Way worse than Sleepy Chicken. Some kids are boiling used tampons in water and drinking the resulting concoction in order to get a high. Ah! Ah! You'd be surprised by it. It's an unbelievable buzz. Oh, my God. It's a serious problem. In fact, police all around Indonesia, luckily it's not in America yet, but I'm I'm introducing it to you, kid. It's on its way. It's like the Omicron. It's coming. Mm -hmm. They've arrested multiple teams caught using sanitary devices in order to get high. Some of the kids in Indonesia are collecting menstrual pads and tampons used. I don't even know how you go about that. Well, didn't you say they had those tin boxes at, like, yeah, Tony Romas and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. You could go in ladies' rooms. They're all. jacking them. You're right. Just to, when we did that, we put a glove on to our shoulder. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, cleaning out the, the, the kitty litter box. Cleaning the... My- it was a... I mean, it was a... You, you, Everybody was after tips. All us busboys were like, we want tips. But when it came down to hey guys, and it was always some lady, and then she basically she just announced she's on her period. She'd come up to one of us. I was just in the ladies' room, and the tampon box is full. Oh, you just put yours in. Yep. There's a fresh... Hey, Johnny. Yeah, there's a fresh cherry Only on top of it. one reason you're looking in there. There's a cherry <laughs> on that Sunday. Ah. And I go, oh, she goes, it really needs some attention. So then, of course. Who was the Jack Nicholson that it was, came yeah, up to you? Gene Wilder and Jack Nicholson guy, <laughs> Bill Osborne. <laughs> ah, and he would always talk to the one kid that would look like an Indian. And he called him, uh, what did he call him? Yellow Hand, because yeah. of his, his yellow glove he had to wear. <laughs> Looks like a job for Yellow Hand. As long as the sun rises in the east, the great Yellow Hand shall clean out the menstrual box. <laughs> yellow Hand. And John, his name was John. Shut up, Bill. Yellow hen, me need you. <laughs> <laughs> Lady have great concern about box full of blood. Oh, it was just awful. So we'd go in there. Never once did we think, hey, save these. But all of us wanted equal tips at the end of the night. We'd tip out equally. The kid who stayed the latest got a few extra dollars, but we'd work it out. The guy, the closer, was it, and we were real equal about it. If you ever had to clean the lady box... Uh, you automatically got the most tips that night. Like, we'd divvy out the tips, and it, that kid would win. It's like, you're going to get an extra 10 or 15 bucks out of the tip pool. Yellowhand made good money. Yellowhand did right. But I used yeah. to love that. Yellowhand's oh, driving a Ferrari now. Oh, and Bill was always so... <laughs> Osborne was so theatrical. He's like, what are you doing? I need the assistance of one yellow hand. 
Grab your weaponry, yellow hand. Let's go to the prairies where the blood flows. <laughs> Much wampum you shall receive for cleaning. Shut up, Bill. I'm not even an Indian. Yellow hand, fight back. Strong warrior. Bill was a horrible human being. Anyway, these teenagers are collecting menstrual pads and tampons, and I think Brett's right on how they're getting them. Then yep. they drink the horrid mixture uh, in boiled water. Horrid. The chemicals oh, horrid. Horrid, I know. <laughs> yeah, used to sterilize the products for uh, human use give uh, those who drink the resulting concoction a feeling of flying and hallucination, according to the Indonesian National Drug Agency. Gah. Just do a rail of coke and exactly. done Exactly. What happened to the old... Uh, anyway. They use the pads they take from trash. They put them in boiling water. After it cools down, they wring them out <laughs> and drink it. Although boiled water plus the stuff. Like tea bags. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Thanks, McMahon. Oh, Johnny, no more. Uh, they choose to utilize unused items occasionally. Uh, and they can still uh, do that, but when they grow desperate for the high, secondhand hygienic gadgets are taken from the garbage. So you can still get a high from just boiling what? them straight out of the box, or you can, you can get a high from boiling them from out of the other box. <laughs> but what's inside sanitary products that actually gets kids high? To be honest, no one really knows. Tampons and pads are regulated and approved as medical devices. Thalidomide. By the right? FDA. Is that what? That, that, that wouldn't what it be, was? No woman's putting that in their <laughs> yeah. vagina. Nobody's. Yeah, I thought that was what was the 70s. Can't they just? Yeah, and all the babies came out with it. That's hey, why they. All the babies came out looking like Chinese throwing stars. Here, here it's taken care of. Are you crazy? They're not going to put those back yeah, in. Come on. No, come on. So it's the chemicals DDT? that are in the in the pads. <laughs> yeah, they have little drones. Just drop DDT over them. <laughs> you get rid of all the pesticide stuff. You know, you can double up. You're an idiot. It's Indonesia. You don't know. No, it's the it's Agent it, Orange. Yeah, we need to put that back in there. So it's the chemicals in the in the pads in, in the product. Gotta be. Yeah. Why not just boil clean ones then? Well, that's what they said that they can, but it's hard to get them because it's expensive. hard to get clean. It's, it's more expensive. expensive. Yeah, you got to buy them, so it's harder for the Indonesian kids to get a goddamn job. <laughs> the well, now, with you? Now you wouldn't go in there and buy some pads. <laughs> I would instead of instead of boiling man, used it's, ones. It's embarrassing. I do what Brett said and just do a rail of coke. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to exactly. do this. I'm not yeah, that desperate. Spend the money. Yeah, uh, manufacturers are not required to fully disclose what goes into. The, uh, the pads. The companies have recently begun sharing more information on their uh, materials thanks to activists who are pushing for full transparency. Uh, don't you kind of want to know what's going on in there? One teenager confessed to uh, consuming the concoction early morning, afternoon, and night. He says it's a bitter flavor. Ah, come on. <laughs> uh, but it does make me feel like I'm flying. Indonesia's incredibly stringent drug laws are why teenagers turn to these types of methods. Because you'll get life in prison for marijuana. I'll take the chance. I will, too. (laughs) The boiling kills all the germs. I think I just get high on life. Yeah. Uh, They're captured with the modest amounts of drugs they can discover themselves. It's an automatic death sentence for almost every drug with just possession. Uh, The products they're utilizing here are legal. However, they're being utilized in a manner uh, that is like a drug. So they're thinking about making that. Like, if you're a boy caught with a box of tampons, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Man, this one says... Uh, uh, super super Grande, Gooch tea. Uh, Supernato <laughs> described the procedure that the teenagers take in the mixture. They utilized the pads from the garbage and then the boiling water. They consumed it, and they would do it with straws. 
That's a good oh! <laughs> That gets worse. No. Uh, and then one of the guys. Uh, he named uh, Jimmy Ginting. Jimmy Ginting. I don't understand who began this. A supporter for the new group Safe Drinking in Indonesia informs the Jakarta Post. There's no uh, law versus this until now. No law versus kids utilizing mosquito repellent, cold syrup, and now this. Oh, they're strong. Is that Bubba? <laughs> mm. So, yo, man, what you need? I got Playtex. I got. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get high? <laughs> Wings is going to cost you more. Goddamn thing has wings, player. It's number five in Curtis oh. Schumer. You like a five? That's going to get you two. Uh, you look grounded. like a two. You a two. I need five Schumers. I need a five. Man's running fives. He's the highest man I've ever seen. Playtex fives. I got Playtex. Don't I got do coaching. five, player. First time. I got some Dollar General stuff that will knock your ass down. <laughs> Generics. Nobody can compete with me. Hey, I'm the best in town, babe. Don't get high on your own supply. Yeah. Don't worry about that, pal. <laughs> New Jack City. It's not happening. <laughs> they got a, a whole room of naked ladies down there just to make sure they're not muling, building tampons. They got Pookie yeah, and Pookie. Wesley Snipes up there. Uh, <laughs> you got Playtex. You got Kotex. I'll suck your Pookie's <laughs> shaking over in the corner. Keep your babies off the streets. I'll suck your tray. Get me some tampons. Just stirring cauldrons. Uh, <laughs> a witch's brew. So, again, high five, Brett. No, boom. We never have to worry. Brady, your kid's going to be sucking down some of that juice. Put it down! <laughs> Daddy, a boy at school just asked me for my used feminine oh, hygiene. Oh, How much are you getting? Take Pretty penny. Speaking of pennies, that's what the drink tastes like. <laughs> oh, 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 God. In fact, that's my new nickname at school, Pretty Penny. Every 28 days, I'm rolling in dough. Red tide, I say. <laughs> All right, boys, we had a heavy flow in January. Who's up for the bidding war? Ugh. I wrecked my sheets. Caught <laughs> uh, <laughs> me off guard. Took down a pair of white shorts. I'll ring them out for the first kid gives me 30 bucks. A whole new 16 candles. Oh, it's just uh, your kids are awful, and I don't like any of them. And now I have more reasons not to. <laughs> Somebody it's requested awful. Penny Lane from the Beatles for the wake up song now. <laughs> How about ooh, that smell? Yeah. Oh, there you go. We'll put that on the list. It's just here. Indonesian trash tampons. I, again, you got to wonder who the first person to go. You know, there's chemicals in those that get you high. How do you know? Trust me. Okay, I'm in. Boil it. How, how does that? Research. How does that crooked pot find a crooked lid yeah. to talk to? I'm like, sure, you do that on your own a little bit, and then you have the courage to. Like, we're all good friends in this room, but if I was boiling tampons, I'm dying with that secret. I'm never going to try to talk one of you into like, guys, you got to come over. I go through the trash on Fridays and I find old tampons. I ring them out and boil up the water. By then, Brady's already gone. What are you talking <laughs> about? Listen to me. This is great fun. Get a straw. Get one of the crazy straws. It makes it more fun. No. <laughs> You feel it yet? I don't know. We should be doing this. Just <laughs> hang out with me. You're gonna have fun. We're going. We're going flying. It's better than the Bezos rocket. Woo! <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's good tampons. <laughs> you ever tried pads? No, I haven't tried pads yet. <laughs> what are we waiting for? Brady, you're dribbling a little bit there. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Ugh. I look like a Halloween vampire. Yeah, you do. 
<laughs> Julian Baker just emailed oh. in. Revolting morning conversation, fellas. Yeah, well, Thanks for helping me keep my breakfast off the menu yeah, today. Yeah, well, good. You know what? We saved you a little weight problem there. You can skip <laughs> breakfast this morning. It's not me. It's those damn Indonesians. Don't get mad at me. Hate Indonesia. All of it. Until they straighten this up. But it's coming here. You're done. Like Toledo, I hope your kid wasn't listening because that kid is going to be boiling water like awake. immediately. He ain't awake. Be boiling water like Glenn Close and Basic Instinct. There's going to be some boiling. <laughs> anyway, well, take, just, again, go back to the old way of life and just walk into your kid's room this morning, smack, smack him in the head and go, what in the hell were you thinking? What did I do? You You're were thinking, thinking something, something stupid. <laughs> you were born. You were born. <laughs> You're alive. You're going to do something dumb. Stay out of your mother's tampons. What are you talking about? Just don't ever, if I ever catch you. I don't know what's happening, Dad. One, just raise your hand. I know what you're thinking. Are you high right now? Yeah, you'd be like, good. Oh, good. He's got, honey, I was in a kid's room last night. And I went through his top drawer. What is it? Oh, it's, it's, we're good. He's just got coke and weed. <laughs> He's not doing any of that tampon nonsense. You smell like pennies. You're in trouble. Hey. Okay. You been at a copper bar? What are you talking about? Give me your hands. What is that? What is this? You been finger painting? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Come on. Oh. And scene. Anyway, I hate your kids. He's getting worse by the day. That vasectomy of mine? I'm telling you what. Can you imagine that, though? I mean, Brady, you, you're always like, no. You remember when Brady said that that day in the birds shot out of his ears no one will ever understand the love of a child like oh that's disgusting you're a man you're in a room of men stop it <laughs> and then you raise that love and all that stuff and then you go in the room and she's got a cauldron full of tampons dug out of the trash so she Whoa. can suck it through a straw and get stuck. the love meter goes down a the love bit. meter's gone i don't love anything that much if i catch my mom we all make mistakes i John. put her no we don't <laughs> I'm putting my mom in a home the second she's drinking out of a cauldron of tampons. <laughs> like, that's it, crazy lady. We're putting you in a house, and I'm not going to visit that often. I don't love anything. I'm getting a $1,000 a gallon for this old man. <laughs> I don't oh. get well. Then you've got enough to live somewhere else. <laughs> you are not. You are, change your last name. This is embarrassing. Not, Go run that shine in another house. <laughs> right. Yeah. You and Bo and Jesse and Luke, get, out. get the hell out of here. Run that jankum somewhere Running else. your red shine. <laughs> Daddy won't let me live here, so I had to move into the Haystacks apartment complex <laughs> and make my brew. Uh, hey, it's day 27. Maybe if I... I can get a little extra. A little extra for the boys, you know? I don't love anything that much. That's third eggs. I think I dropped a few more than a chicken normally would. That's a lot of sloughed off inner lining. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I have any left. Uh, I'm dry, boys. All right. You got to wait till February. Right after the Olympics, we should have another brew. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Get into the designer stuff. Now, Daddy loves you. I just need you to stop doing that thing. <laughs> that thing. I don't love anyone that much. The only kid I would love is the one selling the tampon. So if Kirby's in the sales department. Yeah, like, he's you an know, entrepreneur. You're smart. You're uh, just taking advantage of the dummies like that. Good on you. Anthony wants to know, is it like is it like a fine wine? Does it get better with age? Oh. <laughs> is it Jeffrey Epstein to want like the, would it be like a, a like a delicacy to get the first one? Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. 
Donnie says, John, look forward to our entry in Fladio 2022 Ugh. as Indonesian trash tampons. <laughs> like we that. are the trash tampons. Two, three, four. Yeah, pretty horrible. Doug Hopkins uh, just texted over WTF. Yeah. I'm going to get checked. <laughs> <laughs> I added one part of that. Jolene he wasn't says, really that surprised. He just said, I'm going to go get checked. It's early. No lines. Jolene says, you're going to have to talk to your friends at Copper Blues because I don't think I'm ever going <laughs> oh, there again. Oh, I'm with you. <laughs> that copper stink is rough. Anyway, and I think Doug Hopkins may have jinx killed Meatloaf last night because I have not had a conversation about Meatloaf in ages. And Doug said the best meat. And we weren't talking about the singer. He said he went to. We were talking about Palm Springs and stuff. He goes, "Best meatloaf I've ever had is in Palm Springs." And I'm like, "What?" But yeah, I went to a restaurant, a steakhouse, beautiful steakhouse, and I meatloaf was uh, special. And I said, "The best meatloaf I've ever had." I'm like, I haven't talked about meatloaf ever with anyone. Doug ever. text John the name. Yeah, it's Sullivan. Sullivan. Okay. Sullivan. And we laughed about it and whatever. And then when I saw the news, like Doug killed meatloaf. Nobody talked about meatloaf. It was in the air last night. And then we got our fine dining, and then it was eight courses, which is unreal. And then the last course is you, you sip out of this cauldron of, uh, like, it's like some sort of sangria. I don't know. There was stuff floating in it. Looked like napkins. Yeah, it looked like napkins. I'm like, what is this, some sort of trash? Oh. And the guy goes, Fata, it's a delicacy where I come from, from the region of uh, Jakarta. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's a sommelier of tampon juice. The Jakarta tea was really good. <laughs> yeah, that was really That last one. Feel a little floaty. <laughs> I wrote it. Talking about reboots. New show, Woman Starts Selling Illegal Drugs. Call it Breaking Pad. <laughs> All right. That's pretty hard. Right. Close it right there. That's solid. Well done. Breaking Pad. <laughs> That's a champion's run right there. Nice job. You're hired as a writer for the minute. Uh, all right, what do you want on the uh, big board of musical treats? Well, wow. we, just, we yeah. sorry guys over at Action Ride Shop after that conversation, Why? but <laughs> you want to feel like you're flying God. on a bike? Yes. Well, Action Ride Shop's the place to do it. They got uh, everything in stock for you, Santa Cruz, Pivot. And if you're not into the bike side, they head on over to the snow side. They got all the skis, ski boards, boots, bindings, whatever you need. Action Ride Shop's got you, di- Ugh. Got you dialed in. <laughs> too hot, too hot. Is your cauldron, huh? Too hot. ActionRideShop.com. He's good brew. <laughs> or stop in and visit them over there on Gilbert and Southern. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> That's good menstrual cycle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Last Tampon minute addition to it, wine. Chevelle the oh, Red. I hate your kids. I hate your kids. Sorry, I'm not like the Red. Yeah, oh, somebody, stop it, you guys. Somebody requested that one. I shouldn't have done um, that. Let's see here. Uh, Soundgarden, Big Dumb Sex, Deftones, Pantera, All right, that's Anthrax, STD. Nicholas just said, do you think it's like orange juice where some people like it with and without pulp? Because oh. it's cotton. Yeah. It's going to leave some. Pulp. I'm going pure premium. Uh, I don't care, Brad. I'm not looking at the list. Uh, since the tool shows tonight, let's do prison sex. That's up on the list. So this changes the whole meaning behind the Pladio band Blood Eagle Army. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's tool tonight. Tool show. And we just played a little tool, but nothing wrong with doubling up on that. Right. We psych you up for the big show this evening, tool. Uh, they're not afraid uh, to do a show live, Rage Against the Machine. You... Hard-ass bastards that go against every norm that they stomp that government down. None of it's any good unless it's the stuff you agree with lockstep, and then you're just going to fall in line like a good little soldier. Way to go, Rage. I like Brady's name better. Comply with the machine. (laughs) Comply completely and utterly with the machine. Never question the machine. 
Yeah, you guys weren't going to get that. It's pathetic. We're protecting our fans. I thought your fans were a bunch of hard-ass dudes that were right off anyway. No, it was the uh, crew. Backstage, maybe they had a... It's appropriate that Adele and Rage have the exact same story today. Neither of them can go on because they're so sad about you know, the cold that they might get if they play. It's cold and flu season. Rage Against the Machine is uh, not going to go out there for that. We'll rage when the weather is better and we're properly rested. <laughs> That's when we later. plan. We'll plan on raging later. Right now, I'm a little bit under the weather and I'm tiny. I'm sleepy, to be honest. Uh, not much in the mood for raging right now. Just more relaxing with the machine. Someone requested, I saw Red by Warren. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who was that? Broomhead? No. Okay. I hope Broomhead does a few minutes on this on KTAR. <laughs> he might. He won't. Are you kidding? The KTR audience will lose it. It might mind. be in the top five. You think it would be that, that kid, that <laughs> that 12-year-old that tells Broomhead the news, and then he starts going, yeah! <laughs> Oops, sorry about that, everybody. I like that segment. He has a 12-year-old boy reading headlines, and then Broomhead bitches about it for a few minutes. It's great. That's good radio. Broomhead gets it. And a 12-year-old boy, and then I yell at him for reading me the news. <laughs> it's... it's- it reminds me of when I used to have to read uh, at Sunscapes, I think it was called, when I had to read the newspaper to blind people. My first job at radio. It's great. Because, you know, you'd get questions later. It would go out as a broadcast, and I didn't have any access to it. And then there'd be, like, index cards asking me about the thing I read from blind people. Like, they couldn't do any research. So I'd read the newspaper to the blind... And then I'd leave, and I'd come back, and there'd be like a Q&A, like a big stack of index cards. And remember that thing you talked about? That? Like, yeah. Well, you want me to read it again? <laughs> it was yesterday. I'm reading today's paper. And then I was just relegated to reading the comics. Because <laughs> I would do voices for the stories. I didn't know you weren't supposed to. You should read the funny papers. Okay. And I did that, and I was a hit. A smash hit with the blind. <laughs> Number one with the blind. This boy reading the funny papers is fantastic. Beetle Bailey's his best. And I would like, and Beetle, uh, Beetle tells the fat guy, so boss. And I would do one of those things. Oh, he's brilliant. He paints the picture. And then I realized they don't pay you to do this. This is volunteer work. Adios, blinds. <laughs> Figure it out. I thought I was getting a check for that. I had to go through an interview and everything. It was just volunteer work. What am I talking to the boss for every day? There's no boss if you're not paying me. I just show up when I show up. I am the boss. I really don't think I like the way you 12 hours a day I was reading. sat in a couple meetings. I'm like, what's going on? This guy's yelling at me. Payday will make all this worthwhile. There's no payday. Volunteer work. Why? There's Braille. I'm going out of my way for them. So long. Yeah. (laughs) Adios. I just, you know what the worst part of that one is? I just stopped showing up. No call. I wasn't really an employee. Turned out I stopped volunteering. And now I read the paper of the blind every day. Same thing. This is exactly the same thing. (laughs) Now, Broomhead does it. Everybody on the radio is reading to the blind. Yeah. There's no visual. Uh, And tonight, singing to the blind. Tool. Uh, This show. uh, But this one wasn't ever postponed, was it? This isn't a redo. This is a. They I think it was. It. I think it was postponed. Was once. it? Okay. I think once. I don't remember. They all, so many did. But only once. Not like rage. Where yeah, it's rage. Three, it's four still times. Still a little chilly. We'll come out after. If it's sixty or higher, we'll be. Well, then we'll rage. Or ar, slap you in the face. Slappity slaps. We're raging. 
I'm a tough guy. Come on! Zach, I'm rage. It's 58 degrees, Zach, and there's a there's a cold and flu going around. Ooh, cancel it. We can't rage in that kind of danger, danger. No, I don't want to. Whatever it you is. Want it? Uh, what is it? I don't <laughs> want to know. I went to Action Ride Shop in Indonesia. All they sold were menstrual cycles. <laughs> <laughs> Indonesian menstrual cycles nice job, at Rex. Action Ride Shop. That's funny. <laughs> we got the uh, the Pivot. Those mountain bikes. Great bike. This here's a child's bicycle. And over here is the Indonesian menstrual cycles. What's <laughs> just a bucket? Oh, yeah. I'll take the flow model. That's a five-gallon bucket. How do you call that a cycle? Oh, Oh, yeah, you'll see. And everybody's all over. Action Ride Shop should have an offer every 28 days. Half off any blood red bike, <laughs> a.k.a. the menstrual cycle. <laughs> Why half off, though? Just, you know, don't break the bank here. Let's just do a 20% deal. Yuck. I oh, still yeah, the I red thing. Kids in Indonesia. It's all bad. Uh, it's 718. Here you go. It's Tool. Concert Psyching Rock for your Friday. It's Prison Sex. It's 98 KUPD. Somebody just uh, emailed me. Two people actually just emailed me and said, well, uh, I just emptied my fridge of all the Clamato I had, so that's over. <laughs> yeah, your relationship with Clamato may have just ended. Bloody By the way, Clamato sounds clumpy. Doesn't it sound like a Pulpy? miscarriage? It just sounds like something. I'm sorry, ma'am, you've had a Clamato. It sounds like a bad thing that's happened to a pregnancy. I'm sorry, your Clamato. You have a Clamato. Oh, really? It's out. Yeah, it's just the name. Hopefully they're not a sponsor. Because <laughs> they just compared their beverage to something. But the beverage is fine. It's a tomato drink. That's good. It just the name sounds clumpy, especially on the heels of this convo. And for the record, I love Clamato. Maybe not a huge fan of the name. That's all I'm saying. You mix Clamato with vodka? Probably will end up at the doctor. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this... I got too much stuff. The Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And it's Friday, so you can catch all the action this weekend at Hooters. The football headquarters is Hooters. Tomorrow night, UFC 272. They got a good one. Uh, that's a heavyweight championship that's there. Ganu. Ganu fighting Ganu. I think Ganu was the one that was here. Or no, that's not right. I can't remember who was here. Uh,. But anyway, last heavyweight fight I watched was in God. I think it was when he was Actually, here. I think he was, he was he here was, for that he one. That was the one. Here, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, you can watch UFC 270 at Hooters. There's no cover charge. Just walk in and start watching. Easy enough. So I guess we'll see you at Hooters. Thanks, Hooters and Bud Light. Brady, report it. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Before Pat- you go on, hold on. I also have to say uh, Hooters is behind the pick of the litter. And uh, is it Mabel? Is that who I did this? Is that who the video is of today? There's a cat. It's a beautiful little cat. Uh, owner got sick and old. An elderly owner. Yeah. His cat was three uh, and had to, no choice but to give it over to Lost Our Home. And Hooters will take care of the adoption fees. Lost Our Home Pet Rescue takes care of them. This cat is low maintenance. If you're looking for a pet and you, you're like, I just don't have the time. This cat sits inside this little cubbyhole uh, pillow thing. Yeah. I've been there. Chills just out. Just hangs. And you just kind of hang out. And it'll pop out and sit on your lap. Low maintenance. It's still... Perfect animal for like an apartment. Melba. 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 That's what I did yesterday. Melba. Melba's phenomenal. Great Siamese cat. Just beautiful. And uh, one of those people is like, ah, I just don't have time. I have an apartment. I have a small. I'd love to have a pet, but I have a small apartment. This is the one for you. Melba is awesome. Uh, and needs a home. Her owner got sick and old and couldn't take her anymore. She's depressed. You can tell when an animal in a shelter is depressed and Melba is depressed. She needs out of it. So uh, if you've got a good heart and you want to take Melba home, she's beautiful too. 
uh, ready to go at Lost Her Home Pet Rescue. Go to 98kpd.com and click on the pig and litter. And uh, again, thanks to Hooters for helping us out with that as well. There you go, Brady. Sorry, I had to throw that. Happy National One-Liner Day. Oh, God, no. How many you got on deck, Guess who's in the squares today? One-Liner Brady. Don't you hate it when people answer their own questions? I do. Nothing. You know, I want to die peacefully. Yeah? Like my grandfather. Not screaming and yelling like the passengers in his car. (laughs) Okay. Take my wife, please. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. Oh, my God. Kill him. Catnip. Here's a picture with me uh, in REM. That's me in the corner. (laughs) Save it for the center square on National One-Liner Day. That's good stuff. My wife asked me to quit impersonating a flamingo. Oh, yeah? I had to put my foot down. (laughs) I love fish, you know. I got two fish in a tank, and the other day I overheard one saying, How do you drive this thing? (laughs) Get it? All right. Kirby's loving this stuff. Stop bringing that out and sit down and listen, Kerbs. First baseless fun fact, catnip is more effective at repelling mosquitoes than DEET, the main substance used in insect repellents. Yeah. So you'll cat- have cats all over you. Hey, you cover yourself in catnip? Yeah. Is it a spray? I thought catnip was you like a food. You could probably put it in a spray. No, it's like a, it's like a herb. It's like, yeah, it's like a, you have you to eat it, it, don't you? Oh. Yeah, you can grow it. So you have to rub it on you? Yeah. Okay, there you um, go. Or just have it with you. You could you could get the catnip, put it in a spray bottle, you know, the herb, and okay. I'll make you it happen for you. Too confident with your answer there. You seem like you may be making that up and trying no, to I sound confident. No, I think they have it. I think you can get it. Well, that's a bunch store. of thinking. Yeah, find out, Toledo. You're a no, I think he's man. right. You get it like like you get the fresh herbs at the grocery store. Just like spa water. Yeah. Put your uh, catnip water. There's like orange like, rinds in like there. Like boiled tampon drink. Oh. Yes, like <laughs> yeah, the red drink. Which that would keep that away. Keep away mosquitoes. Maybe not. They're bloodthirsty. There's an Aboriginal language in Australia called Mbabarim, where the word for dog is dog. And it's what a coincidence. Wow. Hmm. And that's it. Well, yeah, they had no idea <laughs> that that was I was that. waiting for the, yeah, uh, like, yeah. the ending. No similarities in any other words. And they had no idea that that's what it was You in call English it a either. dog, too. How yeah. about that? So through the whole language, the Aboriginal tribes, way before the early 1800s when they became Australia, when they were floating around there as the indigenous peoples. Dog. Dog. Dingo. Yeah. Dog. We did the same. All other words different. Yep. Interesting. In 2014, Netflix spent zero dollars on marketing. It's DVD rental business, and over six million people used it that year. What year? Twenty fourteen. That was a word of mouth thing. Just still remember getting the envelopes the, in, in the mail. The mail. Yeah. We we gave it as gifts. Yep. I think Megan got it for her dad, and I think he still may get CDs from him. I'm yeah. not sure he ever upgraded to the good one. <laughs> what the, why is there a limo in the park? Lavelle gotten so big he has to have a van drop him off. No, him? no, they're not here for another hour. Yeah. Eight forty. There's a big limo in the park. In Taiwan, they're um, cracking down on drunk drivers. They've added another punishment to you. If you get it popped for a DUI, 
one of the things you'll have to do is scrub a funeral par- parlor or a fu- go to a funeral home and scrub down the room. If you get caught with a DUI, DUI you have to scrub yeah. dead bodies. They want, you, they want you around, cleaning around the dead like bodies. Like the morgue and, or just the, oh, uh, the lesson is. Yeah, the you, lesson is. A lot is. of death surrounding yep. your behavior. I get it. So you got to hang around a funeral parlor because you put people's lives at risk. I get it. One of the lessons, and then, then they cane you for a half well, hour. sure. Shouldn't drink and drive. I've got some science news. And? Well... Oh, is it? Sure doesn't sound like Hello, my friends! Professor Brady Bogan, and this is your science news! Uh, You said this earlier in the week, but the doomsday clock... Yeah. 100 seconds. 100 seconds. To midnight. What's that mean? Which is where it was last year. Oh, it is? Yeah. I thought they scooted it up just a little. But it's still the worst it's ever been. Yeah. And I still don't know who judges that. Because it's the easiest time on the planet to be alive. I, I yeah. go back to the idea that this is the most convenient time it is. What does to that ever mean? Hundred seconds? Like well, we're close to annihilation. What? Yeah, yeah. I think that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's annihilating much, yeah. doomsday and one. But I don't know what kind of timeline they're on because hundred seconds to me is a minute forty. Right. So right. I don't know what that. I don't know how long we've got. Starting when? On whose timeline is hundred seconds? God's clock. Yeah. I, don't know. I hope it's correct. How long with this? I would love to see it and just push that hand up to zero and see if anything happens. Well, we're well, waiting. The clock did nothing. Or? I hope we get swallowed by a black hole. Like, if it all goes, my whole dream would be that it all gets turned inside out. And there's zero evidence of ever existing. And this whole thing was for nothing. That's like the ultimate end to the science fiction, you know, spinning ball. It just gets eaten and turned inside out, and it's over. And oh, well, my friend Colin and I were talking about it yesterday. Wouldn't that be kind of the best way that we all strive to figure? Like the Matrix, we're striving so hard to figure out why we're here, why we're here. And <laughs> never mattered. Yeah. SpaceX put its two thousandth Starlink satellite into orbit. We got a lot of junk up there. Yeah, we do. A huge half mile wide asteroid zipped past the Earth on Tuesday. <laughs> For reference. The one in Don't Look Up it's supposed to be three to six miles wide. Right. Um, we knew about this one, and it missed us by one million miles, about four times the distance to the moon. It's close, though. Yeah. Sure, they got some good... Notice they're starting to tell us after it flies yeah. by. Yeah, <laughs> they're not sure. Yeah. An asteroid headed directly <laughs> towards us, passed us the other day, and we're just fine. No deep impact. This is pretty cool. Casio has a new keyboard that can sing. Cool. It uses vocal synthesis, where a robotic voice can sing any lyrics you punch in. Oh, boy. Kids are going to have cuss word frenzies yeah. with oh, that. Oh, yeah. So it's basically a speaking spell yeah, on steroids? Did, I was going to say, I used to have a keyboard that you could talk, and it would it would play the, the noise you just made in notes. When I was yeah, a little kid. I'm, I'm not sure if this... Stevie Wonder had it in that one song where he was on the Cosby show, showing Denise... Uh, how he made, he would say, say anything into the microphone, and she would say, I love you. And then he, you'd hear, I love you, on his keyboard, and it was just like, he could make it do that anyway. He did it in that one 80s song with the waterfall in the background. The I just called or something. I just yeah, called. It's say, got, whole, got stuff inside of it that he played the key, the keyboards made to sound. That's not new. There's a, a new antifreeze cream that can prevent what? frostbite from injuries. Basically, you put it on. 
So good news if you're uh, planning to summit Everest or Everest. <laughs> you just told a bunch of dumb people to pour antifreeze yeah, on your you body. Did. They misunderstood that. New antifreeze cream. There we go. Don't combo the word antifreeze with stuff you should put on your skin. It's delicious, too. It's delicious. It does taste good. Now, there's no lying about that. The gallon of Preston was so much cheaper than (laughs) than the tampon. We're sorry, AutoZone employees. You're going to have a lot of weird questions. Dump dump it on your body and go skiing. I heard on the radio that I can be naked uh, up in the north uh, if I just antifreeze myself. So, Preston. Where is it? (laughs) Two two bottles of that. One for me and one for my wife. Researchers grew a thick... Hey, you got, this stuff does taste good. This is not as good as transmission fluid, but <laughs> that stuff supposedly tastes great. It's it's For sweet. Cats, it's it's sweet, like right? Like yeah. You touch it to your tongue, yeah. and you can taste it sweet. But yeah. wait a minute, where's Brady you, going? Brady that? just left. Everybody's done. Dressing. Everybody in the car business is done. Oh, yeah, like, got has, to, really? Just see what it. it, it that's why it's dangerous to animals yeah. and stuff because it tastes. Well, like I knew food that. To them. But yeah. I mean, well, it's, I mean, just oh, okay. I like it on ice. Yeah. I like it on ice and antifreeze. So wait, you can taste the difference between transmission fluid, oil, and antifreeze? I mean, uh, you personally. Yeah, I mean, because antifreeze is sweet. It's got a sweet. It's got a sweet taste to it. Okay. Hey, we can it's, put them. We'll blindfold test them, and yeah. we'll make them eat oil and stuff. Yeah. The Pepsi challenge. Yeah. All right, which which part of the car does this go in? <laughs> oh, that's tranny fluid. <laughs> nope. It's well, it is kind of. It's Caitlyn Jenner's fluid. <laughs> Indonesian tea. <laughs> Tranny fluid. Oh, God. Is this Indonesian tea or motor oil? <laughs> or a bag of pennies. Lick this. Researchers grew a thick tuft of hair on a mouse. Say it could lead to stem cell-based oh. cure for baldness. Boldness is over. We're better, boys. Uh, F you, Brett. We're Good better. Luck. Check it out. Good luck with that. Are you going back? Look at that. Oh, man. Am I going back? (laughs) After seeing what that mouse has? Look at that little toupee that mouse is wearing. (laughs) I'd wear that mouse. I want to see the Gene Wilder hairdo. Oh, yeah. I would. would, Look, again, like with plastic surgery, I was telling Jill yesterday, I'm like, the whole idea, if I ever started to do it, is to make this (laughs) face that's done me zero favors in life a complete and utter uh, playground for a physician. If you could, I would inject red and blue and like all sorts of different like afro and long straight and i did all sorts of patches i'd have a quilt of hair you'd be like john jay just getting those injections <laughs> yeah. in your right head but he wants it all to be uniform i want mine to look like the aids quilt <laughs> <laughs> that's your science news <laughs> yeah if that's right like how long are we from getting this because this stem cell stuff is we're ready to go, man. This started is started with Peyton Manning. Th- well, that well, didn't start with him. Well, that was, they didn't just go, "Hey, I found this here, Peyton." It was been a thing in Europe for years, and the amazing Jonathan's toe grew back. Is that true? Yes, he goes to Mexico and gets an ungodly amount of stem cell. It's it, what he's doing is illegal in Mexico, but his toes came off because he had terrible diabetes and. Uh, all this other, and he's a drug addict, and he had cancer and everything. He's been taking stuff. They gave him six weeks to live about ten years ago. Yeah. And he started to take this just ridiculous amount of stem cells, and his damn toes, they're not pretty, but they grew back because they were off. They had to be, I, I don't know if they fell off or got gangrenous, and they had to remove them. They, they're back. Like, it's on his... The Steve Byrne documentary was supposed to be his yeah. last uh, farewell. That was a goodbye documentary, <laughs> yeah. and things eight years old. <laughs> That was the saying goodbye to my friend documentary. And Steve's the one who found out this dude's going to Mexico like every two weeks and just getting pumped full of stem cells. The good ones, the dead baby ones, not the ones we use, not the, the uh, what is that bag, that uh, Recycled ones? placenta ones, or the uh, embryonic you know, lining. We, they do dead baby ones down there. 
And we got good ones. They're good here. They're healthy and stuff. I did stem cell stuff, but it doesn't cure anything. It just helps you recover. Like for what I got going on with the the, the arthritic bone joint disorder that I've got, the acetabular impingement thing, where my yeah. bones are bigger than my bones are bigger than the holes they're in. That rubs away all that cartilage and all that protective padding. These stem cells grow that right back, but we're not allowed to use it here in the states. That Family Guy episode of stem cells is one of the best things ever where he started having a stroke every time he ate a burger and then he'd walk over and get some stem cells and he's like why aren't we using this stuff it was it was it cures things and that's the reason we're not using it to get into the conspiracy end it kills modern medicine you're off of so many things there's so many over-the-counter medications that go away when stem cells become eh, we can fix it there's no money to be made there's zero money in cures there's nothing in like we can fix that if you're toasted, like diabetes medicine, you see what insulin costs? Like, I have a cat that's diabetic. It's like $300 to get a tiny vial. That lasts for... Th- well, they say 30 to 60 days. Yeah. We use two units. every Like, every day is four units. It's very little amount. You can't go through that bottle in that time. So we'll go a little extra, and you start to, like, all right, get a little nervous. It's like, it's expensive. And if you have to go through a ton of that stuff... But if it if it helps diabetes to where you don't have to have as much insulin and everything else, I don't know why we're not. And we can, you know, rush through. And this is where the argument that people get into with the vaccine. We can get that done in eight months and into people's bodies. But stem cells are in a 10-year run. And well, let's push it back a little longer. All the research is out there. We can do magic with that stuff. You know, growing hair, curing baldness, that's tops on the list. Screw uh, cancer and diabetes and uh, all that. Now shut up, Brett. <laughs> And Italians and their mops. <laughs> Toledo needs it now. Look, you were out of that yeah. argument until just recently. Absolutely. Now you look like you're molting. Brady and I are long gone. We look like a couple of thumbs falling on the floor. We're no good. <laughs> USC's cracking down on the uh, fraternities and sororities, mainly f- fraternity parties, because uh, I think last year Sigma New fraternity was got caught or trouble because they were putting uh, Mickey's in the drinks. Oh, yeah, they're all bad. Yeah. For now, the US, USC is requiring security guards in hallways and, and stairs leading to bedrooms during fraternity parties. Who are the security guards? The oldest in the fraternity Another bra. House. Right, it'll be another PC bra. A hundred bucks. She's like, she seems like she wants it to me, man. All right. Security approved. <laughs> Security's got to give you a chance. South Park nailed it again with the PC fraternity. I need your consent. I'd like to put my penis somewhere on you or near you. I need you to sign these forms. The security would give it. Did you get consent from me? Let me see your consent forms, boys. Woke news. Uh, the lady M&M characters oh, this were is changed. Hilarious. Make them less sexist. Yeah. Because the one, uh, I think it was the green one, used to wear kind of... Uh, go-go boots. Sexy high-knee boots. Yeah. yeah. She had white and the other one boots. had pumps. And the red one was too sassy. Yeah, it's a there's real the thing. It's, it's slight, but... Here's the problem I have with that. Who was making the complaints to M&M's that the M&M characters were a little bit too... Um, <laughs> uh, they're de- degrading women. What chocolate horse yeah. complained <laughs> what on exactly, that? Exactly. If you read the <laughs> thing, too, it's the green M&M and brown M&M will uh, have a more friendly relationship showcasing four supporting women. They, they get rid of that bitchy cattiness that women have, those M&M women. The two characters dynamic will have them together throwing shine, not shade. The company said the two characters have sometimes been at odds in advertisements. But they've also been seen as friends. 
and they want this to stop with women who are known to have friends but be complete bitches to them. They were the most accurate representation of women ever. You know what men never do? Uh, worry about going out to dinner with another guy and whether or not we're going to get in a fight. <laughs> ever. Like if a woman says, okay, this girl from work and her husband, they want to meet us for lunch. A woman never has to worry, my husband might fight this guy. Like, never. But when, like, Doug and I go into dinner the first time and his lovely lady, Joy and Megan, they're nice people. Not them, the girls. Right. Doug, Doug and I are both men, we, we know. And we're like, we could go to dinner. And both of us at the same time, I was like, I'm pretty sure Joy and Megan will get along. I hope they don't get in a fight. Right. And we, we have to worry about that stuff because so often, like, one will wear something wrong or give them a dirty look. That bitch looked at me wrong. And your whole night's ruined because you guys can't control it. We go out with a, a couple on some play date that you force us to go meet some guy. We talk about traffic. We talk about weather. We get through it, and we go, never again. But we're not mean to the dude over it. It's not his fault. The woke M&Ms, because it was bothering someone. Who was You're like bothered this too. by it? Oh, it drives me nuts. Petfluencers. You remember Grumpy Cat? Yeah. Grumpy Cat passed away in 2019. Controversy. A new report claims... Some of these owners that have uh, famous pets on Instagram, or, um, they're cloning the pet so they can sure. continue. It's 50 grand to clone your pet. Did you ever see the story? But that's uh, based upon their income that they're getting. Yeah. Did you ever see the story about the farmer? This is a real story. Who fell in love with a Brahma bull. Not gay love or sexual. He just loved his pet Brahma bull. Yeah. Loved it beyond belief. And had a ton of money. He was a rancher. And he bonded with this thing, and there's video of it. He could take, it would sit, like he, it was like his dog, and the video of it. And, the, and I'm watching this documentary about this thing, and this I think it was on like HBO or something, but uh, it was about cloning. And he's like, I love this. I can't part with this animal. I have to have it in my life at all times, and I know it won't last forever. So he cloned it. He got all the materials to clone it, and when it died, he built a new one. Looked just like him. Didn't act exactly the same. Especially the day it gored him to death for trying yeah. to be, uh, it was it turned on him. It wasn't the same one, and the guy's like, "It's the same same animal." And his family would warn him, like, "That is not the same one. That that thing doesn't love you back like the other one did. Yeah. It didn't transfer into the, into it. Didn't imprint on. It doesn't like you." And he's like, "No, no, no, no. It had the same name, and the thing just <laughs> just wouldn't beat, take much. Just beat the are huge. out of the guy. I think I'm pretty sure it was a Brahma bull. Just gored him and smushed him." In the barn, killed him dead. And everybody tried to warn him. Like, this thing is, this is a typical bull now. It's no longer the fun-loving, carefree doggy bull you had before. No, it's the same cobra. (laughs) Right. The cobra that never bit me, I cloned it. And I've got a new one now, and it's the same. I would not trust that, my friend. That cobra looks angry. They all look angry. The FAA is investigating a YouTuber and former Olympian named Trevor Jacob. Who claims he had to parachute out of his single-engine airplane last year when the engine died? The reason why is it's a uh, he can do prison time for staging the crash. He flew it over these mountains in Washington, and about four minutes into the flight, he's like, "Oh, the engine stopped!" And it happened to be the fiftieth uh, anniversary of DB Cooper. I was going to say, is it the Cooper thing? Yeah. So he bailed on the plane he jumps out of the plane the guy the reason why they're investigating he bought the plane like two weeks previous and it needed some work done on it never did it and they're saying why would you go up in the plane with a parachute on 
solo. Why wouldn't you? I guess he could argue the point. Well, just yeah. in case, I yeah. knew the plane. I don't know the plane work. very well. Right? Why but, do I wear a seatbelt? But just he, in uh, case. Great point. But he let the plane go. It looks, you know, and he's he's, looks doing a, he's filming it the whole time too. By and the put way, put a GoPro on the plane so you can uh, see it go into the mountain. Trying to go viral with a plane crash. Yep. This is great. Speaking of uh, weird things, my uh, internet feed. I'd like you guys to take a look at my my main page now. After our conversation this morning, and take a look at the ad. That I just got. Tampies? Middle left. Yep. Organic tampons. Oh, come on. <laughs> Organic. This goddamn computer hears everything. Let's get to some Ugh. radio videos. Um, the, the first one, I don't know if you've seen this one or not, but the reporter at WSAZ TV. Tor- Everybody's up in arms about this. Tori Yogi. Or Yorgi. Tori Yorgi. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to her live. He gets stuck in the mud from on the, the studio. He's kicking it to Tori. Yeah, and uh, she gets hit by a car. What? Going by. Yeah, this is but, pretty fantastic. I haven't seen those. And I haven't she either. talks all the way f- through the whole thing. Oh, I'm okay. Don't sell it, Brady. Well, yeah, Brady, let her do the work. That's the point of the video. Dunbar WVA. We're in West Virginia. And now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. Whoa, oh, oh! <laughs> that's like a suburban. I'm okay, I just got hit by a car, but I'm well, okay, Tim. That's the first for you on okay. TV. Show. Look at Tim's reaction. <laughs> that's the first for you on TV. I'm okay, yeah, you know that's live TV for you. It's all no, good. it's not. I actually got hit by a car. Is she doing car. her own She's camera like work that. because yeah. it's yeah. still yeah. 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 She's out yeah. by herself? Well, they, well, they got it's so West cheap. Virginia, they don't have no, no, no. It's everywhere. Local news doesn't. You're your own. You're your own singular unit now. Boy, Tim is cool as a cucumber back in the studio. Wow. One of our reporters got hit by a car and said, what? Oh, Lord. That dude has so zero you know, reaction. You know, it's my last week on the job. still has zero reaction. I think yeah. this would happen. So oh, it's her last day on the yeah, job. Yeah, it was. Bumped down low, Tori, or were you hit up high? I couldn't really tell from the looking. <gasps> oh, I, I, I don't. And now we're checked. It looked like experience, look unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. He hates her. Oh, oh, oh. No reaction. His eyebrows barely move. Like, she's dead. I think his eyebrows are Botoxed in. They haven't changed at all. I haven't had a human emotion in years, Tori. You all right? Looks like you got hit by a pretty big truck there. Yeah, I'm all right, Tim. Everything's fine. I'm not going to alert the authorities or anything. They should be So, uh, did you get hit low or high? Now let's go to Jamie Soretta, who's dunked herself in some ice water with a giant can. Bring the cans out. Uh, uh, Jamie's still in the water. We're going to keep her in there until she stops moaning, because frankly, that's great ratings. Uh, the next video is another one for the walk matching to some music. Oh, yeah. This one's pretty is solid. He thriller, is he crippled? <laughs> what is this? It is the Thriller song. What is this guy? Is he drunk? Yeah, he's drunk. <laughs> That's worth it. He's a drunken grease. Where is he? Is he also the biggest man in the world, or is that the smallest sidewalk I've ever seen? <laughs> He's like a seventy-foot yeah, man. Got to be some Euro sidewalk. Because yeah, that is a foot and a half wide sidewalk, or he's got Kirby's feet. That is the biggest dude alive. All right, we got more. Another drunk person. It's a woman getting down on the. Top of the roof of a car. The Yaris. See the speakers out the back. Big lady. Don't do it. Oh, don't, don't lean do on the trunk, dummy. No. 
her friends were filming. Yeah, she's trying to twerk, and she leans down on the open hatchback <laughs> from the roof of the car and goes down. That's a dumb woman. Idiot. Very, very fun. Thank you for that dumb lady. Horse is uh, not liking the, the two people riding on the back. Oh, I can't kitchen. blame the horse. Yes, Look at that. Yeah. There's a horse yeah, riding there's a horse. Big yeah. on there. The horse should actually be on top of that one <laughs> if it's a fair fight. There's two giants. Oh, yeah. Oh! <laughs> Pile driver. And see, the black guy that likes big, fat, white ladies, that's what you get when you try to take them out. You end up, in, you end up getting kicked off of stuff. Who's the hillbilly commentating <laughs> in the background? I'm so glad I recorded that. Do you know how happy uh, the hillbillies who run that uh, ride our horses through the woods thing yeah. were when the black guy and his fat girlfriend oh, fell yeah. off? <laughs> Ricky Bobby is not getting an invite next year. Is the one. <laughs> I love his laugh. So happy. <laughs> he knows it's coming. Come on, keep kicking it. Oh, oh, they don't like him either. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I was recording that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Cooter is thrilled about that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's why you don't chase fat white ladies. And that goes for everybody. That's exactly why. Because if you want to have a nice day in the woods, you're going to kill a horse. <laughs> that poor horse's legs started to buckle. And he was giving all he could. Finally, just. My dad had a horse years ago because all of my dad's relatives are fat. Well, I guess they're mine too. Huge people. And a horse named King would ride majestic, giant, just ride beautifully. My dad's on it like. <laughs> like there's this horse. My dad's on it like John Wayne. Pops off. My big fan aunt would get on and he'd limp. <laughs> and just start limping. Like, she'd get off and he was fine. He's like, that horse knows he hates fat chicks. <laughs> it was great. The last one is on a highway that has uh, covered in snow and ice. This is pretty unbelievable. The cars can't stop and there's bad visibility. Oh, boy. It's... Whoa, this guy's going a thousand miles an hour. Oh, oh man. Here they come, no. one after another. Watch when the two trucks go by. This one oh, truck. Oh, that semi's going 70. He kind of oh, got off the road. Slid off, but here oh, comes this one's not. one. Oh. And more oh, cars. Because there's two. Oh, my God. You can't get out. People don't, don't get out. Yeah. The ice roads oh, are man. horrifying. You hit your brakes, you start speeding up. Wait, Tanika, wait. Wait, Tanika. The best thing to do is just try to sideswipe. Why are you getting out? Dumbass. Tanika won't stand in the road. Last time I take my mama on the road. Look at that. How many cars got in this? 80? Oh, man. At least. Yeah, we're so lucky to not have that here. You drive in snow one time and you forget that hitting the brakes speeds you up. Ugh. You hit the brakes and you start going faster. You're like, oh, what's Uh going on? Because the road is made of quicksilver. Yikes. All right, is that it? That's it. Nicely done. All right, those, uh, that's your Brady Report. Well done, my friend. Uh, it's 810. Huel's coming in. Uh, 840, you'd be a little later than normal because you had Surprise, a- surprise. Yeah, had a station before us. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they warned me yesterday. They, they were going over to, I forget which was it, Live 101? I think so, yeah. Or whatever, and like, and I'm, Brad told me, so we're going to the Urban Station first. I'm like, you're not coming. <laughs> oh, no, no, we'll get it. They're, they're really usually quick, and I'm like, you'll be late. <laughs> you will be late. So, But it doesn't matter. Lavelle Crawford from Breaking Bad, he's still in the house. He's still in the house. He's on uh, Better Call Saul. Got to find out when that's coming back. And just one of the – he's just awesome. I love Lavelle. He'll be in here in just a little bit. Lavelle Crawford joins us next. There goes your Brady Report. Our shine down for you. It's 
six. We'll uh, have Lavelle in here in just a little bit. Before that, listen to this that I just I just got this through the email, and this is phenomenal. Did you get an Apple iWatch? You check that thing one more time. You're making me nervous. Uh, I've had this for. You're now using it though. Five months. Have you? You're yeah. Now, you're doing this like every three seconds. It makes me feel like you got somewhere to go. It's rude. <laughs> is this going to take long? Yeah, that's what it feels like. I'm like, where's Brady got to go? And then I just realized, oh, you're reading stuff off of it. Because it's not like a little look at the watch. He's staring at it. Like, this guy's bored. I didn't realize you were doing that. Now you're using it a lot. You're a tech gizmo whiz is what you are. Yeah, I've got yeah. it down. Yeah. You find that you enjoy having that on your arm? More information available to you like the phone wasn't enough? Um, eh. It's annoying. Not yet, they look funny. You know what they are? They're just big calculator watches from well, things we used to make fun of nerds for. Now it's cool. It is. Yeah. Anyway, listen to this. Brian. I don't know where Brian lives. I don't know if Brian's the guy that lives back in the Carolinas. I'm not sure. He's not here. So I, I don't think. He said, uh, you're an animal guy. I've got an amazing story for you. It's amazing animal stories, Brady. I have a friend that lives about a half hour from me, and they had a fiberglass pool installed last fall. The pool company came backfilled around the pool with gravel this week. My buddy's cat has been missing for about four days. Yesterday, the faint sound of a meow could be heard and they couldn't figure out where it was coming from. They searched everywhere. The cat was back. They figured out it was coming from under the pool. The cat was down there when they backfilled it, buried him alive. The temperature here has been in the single digits all week. The ground is frozen. Ten hours of digging with any tool they could get their hands on they freed the cat, who was absolutely fine, smashed by backfill for for four days. Gee, man, that's amazing! So, has a great week. Have a great weekend, Brian. That is unreal. You hear that? Did you see that dog got its head stuck in the fence the other day? Yeah, yeah and they were out there chip, chipping yeah, away. Yeah, chip he away. was just chilling. He didn't care. He's no. like, yeah, I get my head stuck. In the I, I wish we could all be more like animals. Uh, we were just talking. My friend Jose and I had a drink yesterday. First off. We had a drink, and then I was told a story about a bartender at this place, and I'm not going to say where or her name or anything. But he said, uh, and this is this is a, there's a problem going on in the world where television and TV shows for years have indoctrinated women into hating us as men. I think Oprah started it, and I think it's gotten really bad. The new Medusa commercial, have you seen that one where yeah. she gets sunglasses? Yep. What's the message in that? Because, you know, she got tired of turning people to stone, so she bought some sunglasses. Turns out we can all hang out with her. She's pretty funny, right? Yeah. One guy. And Medusa is beautiful in this commercial. Like, she looks, her face is stunning. She's a beautiful lady. Uh, one guy looks and gives her a thumbs up like, you look pretty. Oh, eye roll. Kill him. Takes him down. <laughs> and she kills him. And I think to myself, if that was like guys having fun at a bar and some girl at the bar looked over and the guy's like, Pfft. And he just went over and just knocked her block off punch. I got rid of that problem. Chicks liking us. Ridiculous. Who likes that? But we've got this issue with, like, like it's okay that, like, men can't like women at all. Like, the, the message is it's all predatory. So uh, the bartender's there. My friend Jose says something. And I, she's pretty, right? And I'm like, she's a pretty girl. And he goes, uh, he goes, don't compliment her. And I said, why? And he goes, my friend said, uh... Those are great jeans. You look great in those. Nothing weird. Maybe a little over the line. But they know each other. It's yeah. not like you just yeah, said okay. like the day you met her. So you look great. And she goes, I don't wear jeans for you to tell me how I look. Instead of just rolling with the punches going, thanks, creep. Yeah. Under It was time to say, no, nobody compliments me. Don't you dare. 
And the guy's like, whoa. And so be, the, what, what would the owner of the bar say? Or like yeah. when you're training. How are your tips going? Yeah. yeah. How are you doing? But she, Like, look, I know. Don't take it as an insult. Somebody told her she, had, she looked nice in glasses. And she goes, good. I'm glad that's how you see me. Like, Jesus Christ, I'm being nice. I got to go there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. where's this place? Well, I Let's can't go. I won't tell you. Yeah. Come on. I won't tell you. Because I like the place. She's nice, too. But don't compliment her. Complimenting ladies is akin to, like, throwing fingers their direction. It's it's scary. And all the guy was doing was saying, you look pretty. Nuh-uh. No, don't do that. We need to take Brady there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be on. Hey, Chief. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's You it, have nice nostrils. But it has something to do with the news constantly saying that everything we do as men is predatory. And like we've said for years, I would hate to be a teenage boy trying to make my move on a girl these days. Because even just five years has changed. But like right now, just trying to try to make a move at a movie theater, whatever, you're all of a sudden a sex pervert. You can't touch a woman without... Can I just... Can't you compliment me when I want to compliment? Well, how am I supposed to know when that is? Is everything always about you and your dirty sex? I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And then when you don't, and you then, hear yeah, about and it. You never tell me I look pretty. You never yes. look, Jesus, Christmas. All the guy said was, those jeans are great. You look great in those. Isn't that the whole point of wearing jeans? Like, I just walked down the hall and Larry told me I, I, he liked my, my pants. Would you ever that say that? Nice. I didn't someone, tell him. That's a little... No, I would take, but any kind of, com- you know, the, the glasses compliment, that's fine. But- I've said that before to people. Yeah. Uh, I like jeans. And I've said it to yeah. men. And, well, those are cool. I like those jeans. You look great. I think my There's wife. wrong with that. I think my wife would look good in those. Where did you get those? That's creepy. Yeah. So that you start creepy. getting into that, now it's creepy. Because now you're staring at my ass I and just you're think thinking that, of your wife. That one, I, that's creepy. It doesn't deserve a snap back. No, when you deal with it. Maybe it's uncomfortable for half a second. But did anything, does this guy really, is that predatory? I mean, we have to start drawing lines on a guy just saying, hey, I think you look pretty. Not being an attacker. And I understand you want to put up a boundary. But, the, like, I look at those commercials. Like, when Medusa turns a guy to stone just for going, I'm interested. Uh, murder I that guy. Did. Man, that guy's good looking. He's in great shape. Oh, as if. <laughs> she takes her glasses off and stones the dude. I'm like, what kind of message is this? To, like, don't talk to us. Don't compliment us. Don't look at us. Just leave us alone. I'm like, guess what? We will. Because it's starting to look pretty good. Jose and I were talking about it yesterday. Like, being gay, would, I've said it a million times. He's coming around on it, too. And he goes, I blew it, man. Oh, he's not? No, he's. I, I always thought that, too. But it turns out he's not. Finally oh. got him to say it, though. Who? A friend of mine, Jose. Oh. Jose Mesa. He's a weightlifter guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. yeah he's cool. Not gay. I know, shocked. Oh. All of us. Every one of us. <laughs> but he's like, man, I've got friends with tons of money. Get along great. So I blew it. There's nothing better than looking at a guy going, oh, it's my old theory. Like, the one time I told Megan, I'm like, why don't you put that vacuum down and get over here on these nuts? And these she's like, nuts. oh, God. She kept vacuuming. I just gave you a chance to stop vacuuming. Oh, ugh, yuck. The alternative. I roll. I told my gay neighbors about it. I'm like, if Troy was vacuuming, Michael said to Troy... Why don't you put that vacuum down? Come over here and get on these nuts. See how fast that vacuum would have been off? Dudes would have been like, hell yeah. Get a little ass play and then get back to cleaning. Back to sucking. <laughs> That's right, Brady. <laughs> get a little ass play and then I'm back to sucking like a good gay. With my Hoover. Two dudes in the house. Stebbings and I were ever gay like we've talked about but just can't work on it because we were born this way. Just turn to him and go, hey, I kind of want a BJ. You want one? Oh, yeah. All right, you give me one, I'll give you one. Cool. It's the you fly, I am by thing. And dudes would be great about it. Like, Hang on, I'll get you. All right, now it's your turn. All right, cool. 
What do you guys want to get for dinner? Want to go play some basketball and video games or something? You tell fun stories. Do you want to try to do a 30-day run like we do it every... <laughs> yeah, man. Look, your 50th birthday's coming up in yeah. March. We've got exactly 50 days. We'll blow you every day. 50 days. It's my present to you. And I do it. Okay. I'm cool that way because guess what? My 50th is coming up in July. Plenty of time to plan that out. Dudes reciprocate. We even up. It's a balance. We split the bill. We don't argue over who had a tea and who had a drink. It's 50-50. We'll get you next time. A women's lunch. You had a tea and I only had salad and water. You an extra dollar thirty. Dudes are like, I'll get you next time. Same with BJ's. You know what you you wouldn't hear from Stebbings either? Is that all you ever think about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is that all I am? I'm not answering that. Is this a trick question? <laughs> I'm not answering that. There's two answers to that, and I think both are wrong. No, I don't think about that with you at all. What? Oh, uh, yeah, that's all you are to me. <laughs> Is what? that what you want me to Wait a second. I don't, there I, is no right there's answer. There's no answer yeah. to this. <laughs> it's all I am, sex. No, God, gross. What are you talking about? Uh, yes, you're only sex to me. Oh, you're an asshole. I can't win. <laughs> Turn me to stone. God, I wish I was blowing Mark right now. <laughs> anyway, so I'm just, you know, it's kind of strange for that answer. You gotta be like, and Jose brought it up. He said, gotta be like animals. A dog loses its leg. It doesn't sit and get all bent out of shape. They adapt, they adjust, they move forward. They're just forward momentum. They lose a leg, and the next thing you know, they're a three legged dog and they seem fine with it. No. We, we don't have no. that as people. Yeah, we do. How much of that? It's do we tougher, have? Oh. but there's people that, there's plenty of people that. There's that. people, Brady, but for the most part, what I'm saying is, and you're gonna make it about amputation. I use that as an example. I'm saying we run into walls and we let the walls. But the animals. Us. We have emotions that get in the we way have, of everything. It's so much nicer than the. I mean, the animal loses the leg. It's it's got to. Else it not a dog. A dog, but you know why? Because they don't have the choice of being overly dramatic. Yeah, you don't have time say. for that. Well, they don't. They're, they're well. They're my dogs do. They could be depressed, but they just don't. They yeah. just don't. They've got an easy life. They're not hunting. But we run into problems. And it's like, oh, this problem's going to dominate me for years. I'll never get past this, this, and this. Dogs are like, I lost my leg last week. I'm still all stitched up. You want to chase the ball? Like, you're amazing. <laughs> we don't have that. Uh, Lavelle's going to come in. Speaking of losing things, last time we saw Lavelle, he was down about 100 pounds. Let's see if that stayed off. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe. We don't know. Well, you got to keep it off for the Better Call Saul stuff, which I can't wait for. It's got to be right around the corner. Lavelle Crawford's here. I don't know if he's downtown. I think he's downtown. Stand up live. Maybe he's at Tempe Improv. We'll find out in seconds. Lavelle Crawford joins us next. It's 98. Off we go, everybody. Everybody be careful. Lavelle Crawford's here, everybody. And uh, I'm extra excited about this because, damn it all, you know me and Better Call Saul. Every time you're here, I start getting the info. Uh, when is it coming back? What's going on? Well, we filmed I, We filmed in 2021. Uh, I, you know, I had a little mishap with Mr. Yeah. Odekirk. Uh, yeah. Heart little, stopped for no reason. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, good old, you know, COVID-19 and vaccinations. I don't know what happened. I was trying to figure it out. He was really, I think he was drinking hands. There had been, were there squares? Could people buy squares on what they thought it might yeah. be? So he came back. Hey. You were done with your parts. Yeah, we have a I, I seen it's very, it's, it's a great scene. It's oh. like, a, it's kind of two part scene. It's cool. You know, it's a powerful thing. Uh, and, but it, it was kind of sad. It's like, man, I wish I would have had at least one more where right. we had a farewell. But I guess it wasn't a farewell because it's a prequel to 
yeah. where we are. Yeah. But uh, I think they should have established why, you know, you know, I slimmed down on that on that part. Should have said, should have, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I had a skiing accident. <laughs> some kind, some kind Just of give little, me one line on right, why right, I might right, get fat. Right, right, right. I was in a shootout, yeah. you know, lost the baby toe. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get over. Yeah, that traumatic. would be good. That would, you know what? That's a decent thing to do to you yeah. because if people watch chronologically, Better Call Saul, then Breaking Bad in the yeah. future, you'd be like, Jesus, what happened to you? <laughs> right. And you're like, exactly. what, what did you weigh in Breaking Bad? I, uh, Breaking Bad, I weigh about five fifty. Get out of here. Yeah. And what are you at now? Yeah, I'm right at about. Uh, I last I, I got on scale was two ninety eight. So there has to be a reason why Jonathan Banks, Bob Odenkirk, age terribly as we go backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they get younger with the future, and yeah. you you balloon. Yeah. Like Albuquerque did something terrible. I was terrible still young today. in the face. I, just, <laughs> I was just wide in the waist. I was, you know, I, I, I was even too big to stay in, in, in the office area. I was, I was really big. I was bigger than the office. I was crowded. Yeah. Now, do you, were you? Roberto's will do that to you. Oh, yeah. Were you an uh, integral part of how this thing ends? Uh, yeah, that's an no, answer of yes. No, no, I, I, not really. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I am, but it, you know that you know, like the season before that ended so spectacular, uh, huge. You know, I mean, man, he drinking his own pee, yeah. walking to the desert. Oh. I mean, that was epic. And then you know, the guy that, that uh, what you call posted set up, wind up getting out of it, having that secret track door. Man, oh. I was like, that was just the greatest. And Lalo and the whole thing oh down in Mexico God. was just, I can't wait for the show to come back. Man, it's the greatest episode. It, that was the greatest oh. episode. I was intrigued, you know. That season you know, That was, was when something's great, when you're a fan of something you're on. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And what's that like? What is it like to be part of this? This is American uh, history, like almost in a I, weird uh, way, entertainment history. That's why I wear my cross. I don't want to get mad. I thank God every day. Yeah. Because it was him. I ain't, I ain't had that. Dude, it's, it's been epic. I mean, being a part of something that's funny, dramatic, and also so, uh, you know, heart wrenching. Yeah. And so, 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 you it's know, you smart. get it. I mean, it's the smartest thing you ever could be on, yeah. man. I mean, in TV nowadays where they remaking everything, How I Met Your Dad and, yeah. you know, <laughs> Funky Brewster remake. Anyway, it was. And I can't uh, um, Funky Brewster. remember. Now, now doing Funky Brewster boobs. again? Yeah, they, yeah. You were like boobs. me then when you saw Punky yeah. as a kid. You're like, her cans are huge. Well, when she came a teenage, she, they were huge, they though. Were she had to get a reduction. Yeah, they had to. Do you know the story about that? They had to. Uh, Ace bandage your boobs down as Punky Brewster because they were showing too much. Really? Well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I, I, yeah. I was like 11 and I felt bad objectifying her the way I was. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, Punky. Yeah, yeah you jerk off oh, to Punky Brewster, you got problems. Yeah, I don't care nasty. how old you are. You nasty. I said, you, you nasty. You nasty. You didn't tell on himself. I can't believe you did that to Punky Brewster. <laughs> I didn't do it. He, he, he thanks to everything. I mean, to everything. I mean, if Punky Brewster was in the room, you would have Louis C.K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the strangest thing you've pleased yourself to, Lavelle? Oh, I got man. a couple answers oh, if you man. want to reciprocate. Oh my god! I, I mean, it was accident. Like it was like <laughs> it was a trailer for like big booty gals, and then it like a you know attack. It was a goat cartoon. It was like a goat cartoon. A goat cartoon? Yeah, it was like sexy goats, you know. What? It was like anime, and it just came on out of where she had like goat boobs. And, <laughs> and it was like, and I was, I was already in transition. It wasn't Saturday well, morning cartoon. No, I, I think Goofy was in it. It was what? like a, like it was a, a Disney? It was like a Disney meets. <laughs> And Goofy, 
<laughs> and Brady. I was like, oh my God. Do Brady yeah. a favor. You don't know how. It's, like, it's time. Hey, look, you don't know how. You don't know how to take it. Like, well, oh, you know, it was pretty It was sexy. cartoon, so is yeah. it a sin? Yeah. You know, you're weighing up cartoon yeah. boy. Your cross like, just <laughs> fell off. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> Tuck it back in. Tuck, Tuck that back in. in. Stop yeah. talking about yeah. that. Let's put this back in. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> don't need to hear this. <laughs> that is a that is a uh, that is a sad, pathetic cleanup to it when you realize what you've just done. Man, I know. I know it's it like, was like, oh my god, I should have did that. I mean, <laughs> this is getting out of hand. So yeah. you ever like, thinking about that, thinking about that, you remember back you had video saying i know myself being being a you know quote unquote devout christian i would watch porno and you know watch about three four times you know and you know i got like nine dirty rags under the bed my mama can't can't wash the dishes right and then later on i start weighing myself up condemning myself like 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 that movie what was that movie with uh tom hanks where the guy beats himself with the... Uh, oh, yeah. The, uh, oh, yeah. Movie, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember the movie. I can't think of the movie either. Was, uh, uh, the, damn it. The Opus Day. Yeah, he it did was, the Opus. Uh, he beats himself yeah, with the... Omega, yeah, what wow. like, yeah he, he beats himself with the whip. He punishes yeah. himself, but yeah. whatever. You know, I feel I'm punishing myself. Like, like, no more Snickers and no, <laughs> no, more, no more masturbation. Man beats off the goats <laughs> and he takes Snickers out of the and equation. Then, and right, and I thought, but I thought, I thought my VHS is out. Yeah, I said that's back in good old days. VHS, I throw them in the trash, right? And then I get down there, and then the nasty horny devil say, You know, the trash day ain't till tomorrow. You go back there, I go out there and grab one. Is that why, as a kid, you almost inevitably always find a, a box of porn yeah, in an alley? Yeah, yeah, it's a dude like you. It's redemption. Like, I, I, I it's redemption. You're like, you like, like, I don't want to do this no more. Let me get it out of my house. But you know, if and I'm, you're just paying it forward. Right. Basically, Kids find it, and then they start the trend. It's a, it's a, it's a. Talk about an epidemic. It's worse than COVID. <laughs> you can't ride your bike past that. Porn is worse than COVID. Oh, it's yeah, it's contagious too. I, I mean, there's no vaccine. You find porn on VHS. You- you crap, you're out of luck. You yeah, so yeah. Well, I go what buy a VHS. Yeah, yeah. I, buy, I, I found all this. I might as well get a VCR. <laughs> I mean, where are you going to find with Amazon? it take you almost six <laughs> yeah. years on Amazon. You know what I do? Funny. I had a friend that just bought a, yeah. an old TV VHS. I'm like, yeah. what are you buying That's that why for? I found oh, a box. Okay. Uh, it was probably brand new, wasn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you this. I find a box of VHS porn in an alley. <laughs> I'm just going to hang around out there for a few days till that dude eventually throws his VCR out. <laughs> but you know, gonna, yeah. you know that's the problem. You ever do that? This is another one. Uh, let me ask you this. You ever watching the VHS and you're in midstream of being foul and, and, <laughs> and, and, and the tape get caught up oh, in, yeah. in the, v, the VHS and you know that's God? You're like, oh no, sorry, Lord, you trying to get it out? You just don't. Let, it's like an Emerson One Cave, eighteen hundred. It should have broke down a long time ago. I cleaned the heads on this. <laughs> All right, I put alcohol in with the swabs and everything. Well, this is why I get mad at God. This is why I'm angry with God. Is because he he waited for me. I got hard. I got prepared. I got him. He didn't stop that. He took me and then he messed with my tape. That's you, just that's man, a bad friend. You can't take. You can't. You can't, God, God don't intervene in front of a teenager. He can't do that. That thing, that thing gonna get hard even at 
the pearly gates. He just moves the VHS. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing he's he going to do. You know, yeah. Thou will not watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but back then, we had great imagination. We didn't, I didn't really need the VHS. That's just, that's just incentive. That's like, yeah. that's like, that's that's lazy. Like a, that's like a buffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lavelle Crawford is at the Tempe Improv tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, TempeImprov.com. Mm-hmm. And just uh, always hilarious. And hey, man, what, what let me just tell you this. Let me, let me tell you something, man. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm coming on. I'm glad, I'm glad to be back in last two weeks. You guys, one of my, you probably one of my favorite shows. Oh, thank come, you. Come on when I come down oh, here. Probably great. the favorite. Well, then why were you so late, damn it? Brad. Brad. <laughs> driving that Jeep Cherokee. Driving that yeah. slow-ass Cherokee. I mean, you can only do so much. It's, it's Jeep by name, not by, not by action. We'll be there in 25 minutes, LeVon. Yeah, I don't know why Jeep and Cherokee came together to yeah. make a Jeep. I mean, uh, yeah. but, but we here. No offense to this car. Great seatbelts, though. Yeah, they hold <laughs> Keep you locked down. That's a nice thing. What are you doing? Well, like, you avoided COVID the whole way? All uh, the, did you get it? Uh, no, nah, I got it. I probably got it. I mean, you probably, don't know? Like, no, nah, I got it like two years ago. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was all right. You know, it was like two years ago. I mean, sure. I mean, I got it. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I ain't had nothing else to do. <laughs> COVID was sitting there. I mean, I might as well catch this big old virus. Yeah. See how I do it. I didn't want to be in it not not catch it. That's like yeah. being a being in a shootout and Fomo. don't even get nicked. Or something. Yes, right, right. right. You don't get nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah, did you catch it? No, I got it. I don't know what. It At least I could feel it. I mean, it, it felt it felt like uh, you know the flu. You know, yeah. but you know I got it. Ran You're through right. it. I was like, I was scared. Like, oh my god, I'm sneezing. Oh my god, I got a headache. Oh my nose is running. <laughs> oh my god. It's over. But, you know, and I was just like, wait a minute. Did you lose taste or smell, any of that? Actually, I I did, and I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was letting off bombs and couldn't smell it. (laughs) And and, and I felt safe. It was almost, that was almost a superpower. <laughs> I mean, use the bathroom, no There's air nothing. freshener. Yeah. No, that was nothing. amazing. Now, that was I the didn't first lose time. the taste, though. I didn't lose the taste. Me neither. I, I did, just lost I, smell. I did both, yeah. and the smell, and the first time the smell was like nine days, right. was on the throne. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I that's when you got my back. But throat. you know, that's when you would be a vegetarian right then, you know, because <laughs> right. you can't taste anything. You might yeah. as well just eat vegetables. Kale and yeah. good <laughs> stuff. stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. Broccoli Rob. It taught me that I don't need my smell. The only time I need it is when things stink. Yes. Otherwise, everything's normal. Well, you, I you need it, it for fire. You need it for fire. Eh, I can see fire. If I'm still, if I'm in a fire and I don't know it, I'm an idiot. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. And then you married, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you good. wake me up. I mean, because if you were single, you know, you probably need it for that because you don't want to be jumping Dying up. Dying no. fire. Yes. You know what I like? <laughs> Dying like, fire and stink. I, li- <laughs> I liked your analogy that I'm going to be in a shootout. I might as well get nicked. <laughs> like the whole idea of a shootout is to not get hit. And yeah, but I you're mean, like, I'm going to do this. I might I as well mean, take one. I want you know, everybody else walking around limping. Here I come out of unscathed. Yeah. Somebody's like, hey, what? You were shot. I got yeah. Nick, guys. Look. Look right here. I'm part of it. I got a Nick. Like a field goal it messed picker. up my hoodie. I want something out of it. I want to be. You, know, you, want, you want a badge. <laughs> right. I want, I want a badge about it. Yeah. But let me say this, man. I'm good to be back in Tempe, man. Yeah. Tempe Improv. And I want to be talking about COVID and all this. During the pandemic, man, I, I braved up and I, and I did some. 
I said, man, I got to do something. The world needs me. The world's I think they do. You know? <laughs> so I, I said, I, I was, I had all this great material, man. And I just got back on the road. I, I pioneered through it. It was like lower capacity. And then I told my agent, I said, man, we need to do something. Man. We need to shoot a special, man. You think yeah. we can get one out? And thank, shout out to Brian Brokewise and Tempe Improv yeah. here saying yes to it. Shot a special right here. And it called the, uh, the, uh, comedy vaccine. And then all that innovativeness, all that, all that, you know, bravery and being a yeah. pioneer, jumping out and saying, you know, hell with it, nominated for a Grammy. How about nice. that? Wow. You're nominated for a Grammy. Nominated That's coming for up in a April. Grammy for the best comedy album of 20. Who up against? I'm Kevin Hart. You're going to lose. And that guy wins everything. First, it well, doesn't even have know. to be good. He just, they just want him on stage. Right. Sure ain't because he's funnier. That's exactly right. I agree. I'm going to keep it real. You say I'm going to lose because because he's funny. politics. And I I love Kevin, but come on, man. If if they want a real Joe to win, you know, I mean, you know, because they got Chelsea Hannah, Louis C.K., and... And all these, Louis you know, C.K. got nominated for a Grammy after all this? Yeah, and I know. I, I say all that, and he'll be masturbating in front of people. The people who were most mad at him. Yeah, I mean, but that's the world. That's yeah, how that's the world true. is. Well, you should yeah. win because you are by far the funniest of the group. Right, and I ain't Yeah, but Louis C.K. special. A goat, <laughs> that's right. a goat cartoon. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And that was way back. Now, let's <laughs> run Lavelle. You would have to, you, you can't even get it. It was via, it was, it was, it was early porn, like, right when they had, you know, uh, Dollar. Yeah, you had, well, it's you, like those I, things I, you, you put a quarter in and you grind right. it and you got like 10 minutes I mean, to finish. You, man, and you know, and I had to really concentrate to watch dollar porn because you got to buffer it. Wait for it, buffer, 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 and then finally yeah. come on and I'm almost through, you know. The now, let, before you get in trouble, up. you made the claim you've never masturbated in front of anybody. Yeah, let's clear that up just just in case. Well, my wife. There you go. All right, that's all. I, guess I don't want her to get mad and say he's a liar. A FaceTime, I'm, you know. FaceTime? Oh, it was hot. It, was, it felt like I had him on webcam. I was just hoping nobody else was on that. <laughs> it was FaceTime. When FaceTime really got started, it was, it was pretty hot. She, she said, do it, do it. I said, all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, look, you know, you're going to do something nasty. I'm looking around like, like somebody. I live somebody in the room. Yeah. Right, let me get these curtains. It's impractical jokers. It's the worst yeah. thing I've ever done. Now say this. Yeah. Oh but, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, you know the nominations. I didn't even know I was That's nominated. Great. So, so getting it, getting that. I mean, you know, up against people. And so, if I do win, I can really throw it in their face. You know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, you thought you were gonna win, but you know, politics was overruled. Yeah, That's you right. You know, if it was America, I, I'd probably be like the upfront, you know, winner. But you know, it's so it's okay. I, I don't, you know, it ain't nothing from it because every comedy Grammy winner, you don't never hear yeah. Grammy winner, comedian, <laughs> Grammy yeah, nominated. Now, now music is different, but comedy, right. hell, that yeah. Grammy winner, yeah. you don't even want that on your list when you go up on stage, you eat it. I, won't you do some of that Grammy comedy? Because this ain't working. <laughs> you got, you got to remember that set up yeah, and file. You're yeah. funnier than all of them, but I think Kevin Hart's gonna win because they want him. On TV, he might have ran his course. Yeah, maybe he's done. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's maybe he'll jerk off in front of somebody in the next couple months, and you'll get that credit. Oh, you never know. He might have already did it. He's that famous. I'm sure he did it. <laughs> it just ain't came out yet. And I mean, she probably couldn't see him because it was probably he was right right in front of him, but he's so small. <laughs> 
didn't she, see it. She probably just overlooked it. That's his, <laughs> that's his superpower. He can do that and nobody even sees it. Right in the room with everybody. Yeah. And he does it on FaceTime. It's a full body shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And you watch it because he's a little man masturbating. You know what I mean? You can't take away from that. You're like, wait a you know, if you're full size, I'd be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like watching like, a hummingbird. It's so wow. fast. I mean, look at this little hand go. Look at his feet. Look at the feet. Look at that <laughs> little guy. A little wind up really thing. Pretty and die for a little guy. You you giving him all these critiques. <laughs> You, know, because, you you see anybody you got Instagram y'all got Instagram yeah, right? y'all look at now since we talking you you ever <laughs> see these little guys they got now like Hashabulu Bulu he's like a German like a Russian little small guy yes but I it's see a bunch of them I the thought time. yeah it's like three or four it's like weird like they are they making small and people how old is that guy <laughs> I don't know I don't know if he's like in his late forties he's 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 hiding it's called Hashabulu or something it's Russian. A little Russian, little yeah. Russian, but he likes UFC, and he's, he's, he's slapping people. He's getting <laughs> a fight with another guy. He got in a fight with another little guy just like him. I said, there are other ones, and it scared me. Like, I mean, where are they coming from? And they are they, they taking they, over? Willie Walker went out of yeah. business. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I know, and this guy, they, Kevin Hart, got famous, and they felt power. <laughs> Going on around these little people Kevin are going to stop. Kevin Hart, the Keebler elves, they didn't stop making cookies. <laughs> yeah, they just, they came just out. jumped out of trees. I mean, because it's like a Latino one, it's a it's a it's an Arabic one. I'm like, are they dolls and they just bringing them to life? Are they making? Is Pinocchio around here just making kids? <laughs> I'm like, I swear they dial size little dudes and it's scary to me. It's like this, but Harsha Baloo, whatever, I can't say his real name. I can't say it away, but he's the both popular. Yeah. Cause he hangs out with uh, what's the the guy that wears the fur hat on UFC? What's the fur? Oh, uh, 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 that's uh, who that was. Okay, Khabib. Khabib. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he he's a he's big Khabib fan. He he loves UFC. He wants to be in the UFC, and I said I would pay top dollar. To see them little guys, UFC Hezbollah Magomedev, is that him? Habula, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's him. Yes, him. <laughs> you don't miss there it there. Yeah, yeah, that's him. He's like eleven. That's yeah. a grown up. He ain't eleven. That dude. That dude. No, he's full, like he's a full grown, not yeah. grown little man. <laughs> it's a bunch of. Oh, and, yeah. and, I mean, it's like it's like a Latino one, that, and him yeah. and the Arabic one got in the argument. They was about to fight, and he tried to kick him with his little shoe. And these guys <laughs> get in a fight. There's. He's walking at him. He's like oh, knee yeah. high. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, ain't never seen that. Dude is popular as heck, man. He all over my damn Instagram. I, you know, and I can't. can't I know. This isn't like I a make a wish thing. Right. It's I a real. No. Like a, I, I thought was he was like a piggy bank. Well. Yeah, that's a man. That's a man. I mean, yeah, John, I don't know how old he is, but the dude be holding him like a baby. Like, <laughs> I mean, his, his brother is full grown. It's like that's him with a cat, and it's mean, like an even fight, right? Him with a cat. He, what he, in the world? And he walk around like a boss, like his hands in his pocket, like yeah, let's go <laughs> check out the corporation. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. It's, it's, it, he got a, it's a bunch of them, dude. One of them real romantic. He Have be kissing seen? women. He's like little Spanish little little <laughs> yeah. Casanova one. It's crazy. It's a bunch of I gotta of them. see. I gotta Dude, start paying more attention. And, and I, I, nobody says nothing about it. And I'm like, man, I know I'm not watching this by myself. Driving a, is it a Maybach? <laughs> was he in? That's yeah, a, yeah. He pressing the gas. He rolls. I was on a cruise in Alaska, and uh, I'm standing there waiting to get on the thing, and a little guy walks by me. I'm like, oh look at that. And then another one. And I'm like, oh look at that. <laughs> another one. Another one. Another one. And I'm like, what is happening on and this? You boat? realize how Convention. close the North Pole was to the, to the airport. <laughs>
Con? It was a convention. Oh. Like 170 little people. Oh. And they went crazy. Oh. Sun never sets in Alaska oh in the God, summer. Man. And they're you, dancing till four. And you pulling party. tall women. Oh. You party with them. You could have been lifting them up. Oh, we were. You're with 400 we're, Kevin Harts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart's a little bigger than them. But he, he's still in that same height yeah. range. He, he's like, and when I play with him, I, when I, I look at him, I'm like, dude, you little dude. But he, he talk a lot of super strength stuff. But, you know, I feel for him, though, because it's different scales like on a smaller scale people kind of undermine you on a big scale they like oh big old stupid guy <laughs> and then all the other guys look at this little guy ain't he cute they keep on <laughs> keep on tickling right? they do what they can with him you know but i mean but he he he, he didn't made a life for himself but that dude there he's that real big i gotta start paying attention I mean, there's another one i was gonna show you this guy is um middle eastern sim Fucus. Oh, no kidding. He, That's a progeria guy. Well, but he doesn't have, there's something He just looks like a little kid. And he's got a ton of right, posts up there. And he does this that. yell like, Lavelle, uh, get the Grammy. That's right. what we're looking for. Win that Grammy. Man, I mean, I don't know great. how this competition with these little guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to lose to that. Hosha <laughs> Balula wins. And I'm like, yeah, oh, going for his special <laughs> No chance. Yeah. All he does is whistle and he say a couple of things. I like Pepsi pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three million followers. I'm like, wow. So all you need to do is be different. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get that Grammy, baby. I'm going to come back. I'm going to wear this a charm on yes. my necklace. Yes. And then uh, Better Call Saul, speed that up. Make a couple calls i mean i do the best i think they're done filming so yeah, i mean i think he, he should be he should be putting it out there oh, so i can't wait and yeah. always good tempe improv this weekend lavelle yes, crawford sir. you want to laugh for a couple hours this yeah. is the man to make it happen for you tonight you, tomorrow man. and sunday tempeimprov.com lavelle crawford everybody always on the dude always thank you man it's 98 There's a trap for him. Toledo's got nothing on that one. That was a good one. I want to dot the eye after that. <laughs> Just a little Ohio State marching band yeah. coming out there. I'm proud of that. Did it right it's there with the mics on, too. You couldn't hear it. I had the headphones on. I was listening a little headstrong. Unbelievable. Deep. Uh, we have some bad news. We might as well have the happiest man in the world come in and break it to us. Jimmy Fallon's here, everybody. Oh, my God. Hey, Jimmy. It's great to see you guys. What's up, bro? Oh, my God. Brady, it's so funny. Oh, my God, Brady. Brady, it's going to be great. What happened? Brady, it's unbelievable to have you here. I'm just looking at you. It's just like, oh, my God, there's Brady. I'm listening all the time. There's Brett. Oh, my God, Brett's a racist. This is amazing. This we got to collab day. sometime. Oh, we gotta, we'll get together and we'll do like a, we should do a parody song or something. It's great. Oh, some bad news. Louis Anderson uh, died. His ravaged body uh, died from cancer. Terrible, terrible stuff. Wow, just that is just terrible. I remember laughing so much. It was so great. So happy to see him in a minute. And just having him in there, it was just unbelievable. So just come by and tell you guys that cancer has taken Louis Anderson and, and eaten his body from the inside out. Terrible news. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. I can't believe I'm in here. Let's do Dick in a Box. Hey, okay. Let's do Dick in a Box. <laughs> Again? Oh, my God. It was so much fun. If Louis Anderson could do Dick in a Box, it would be such a big box. So huge. Such a big man. Such a huge celebrity. <laughs> So right, so, hey, I loved you, all this. You got to be somewhere else. I loved right? everything. I got to go. I got to break some news to some people who lost their kids in a car accident last night. Oh my God! It's sad news, Jimmy Fallon. I'll see you guys later. Man, yeah, he's got a lot he's of energy. On Man, really, yeah. But you know what? So tense. Even with that terrible news, we're all smiling. Them. We're all smiling at that bad news. I forgot to tell you guys. Did you hear about Milo? Oh my no. God! Unbelievable. He's dead too. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, just bad news. Jimmy is tough to hear. Yeah, Louis Anderson, while we're talking to Lavelle, Louis died. Uh, not while we were talking to Lavelle, the announcement. That... And Lavelle was like, I believe that if died on that stuff, it's going to come out. Oh, it come out on that. It's ready that that come out. Mother, who has it? All our big celebrities are dying, and we have Lavelle in here today. 
I want to bubble wrap them. And keep Lavelle safe while these uh, all these big dudes start dropping like flies on the same day. Brady, I got to keep my eye on you. Keep eye on Brady. You gonna make it? Who's the third one? Yeah, who do we pick for three? Who's the big third? Who would it be? I can't think of a big fat person. Big big fat person. Did we have someone just before Louie? A big one? I don't know. Betty White was. Louis, Louis yeah. makes, yeah, Betty White. Yeah. It's Betty White, Louis Anderson, and Meatloaf. What a sad end to Betty White's life. But that's, uh, Louis is one of the most originally funny comedians. If you're a student of comedy or you like it at all and you don't know Louis Anderson, you've done yourself a disservice. The early stuff he had, uh, just hysterical and subtle and just, he was, his timing and Then was, to come back for the last thing, baskets. Oh, and the baskets were just mind-blowingly great yeah baskets is so good it's one of those things that's so funny you don't laugh you just go that's amazing yep like your body doesn't react with laughter it reacts with jesus that's creative louis is i never and what did i say earlier in this week when we said we found out he was sick like it's one guy in 21 years of being here we have not had on and i would that is one he just avoided it or no he just never toured i mean again the story about him and mesa is not good so he never really came back to Arizona. Frank Caliendo told a story uh, of being at a, a swimming party with Louis Anderson. That's right. And it's a great story. I, I don't know the details, so I won't mess it up, so I'm not going to tell it. But he and Louis were standing there by the pool. Yeah, I'm pretty much probably the funniest guy here, Frank. And he just kind of just telling like, Craig Gass, he's funny, but he's got no act. <laughs> he just, just flat out would tell a guy. But yeah, Louis dying. And that that's uh, one of the comedy heroes. Like, I love Louis. And baskets, my God! So that's a that's a big one. That's a big loss for funny. We lost a few good ones. Norm and Bob and Louie. That's rough, Louie. I wish I wish that'll be one of the the regrets I go back to. All these comedians, all this stuff, and I'm a huge comedy fan. Watching all these guys and having them come in and meeting guys like Lavelle and I love Lavelle. And uh, to have Louie go, I never met him. That'll be one I'm like ah, that would have been one on the list, and it's not. That sucks. So Louie Anderson's gone. Jimmy broke it to you. Six, he's only 68, though. Yeah. And again, Meatloaf going to 74 his size. Louie getting to 68 his size, shocking. You don't hear a lot of those dudes in that weight class getting up into their late 60s, early 70s. Those two both did it. So. Oh, it stinks. Anyway, uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. Jimmy really brought us down there. Uh, Brady, got to make it quick, but the entertainment drill is brought to you by reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, get on out there and take care of business. Get in good shape. Work it out. Larry even complimented me today and said, looks like you're getting in good shape, buddy. And I'm like, all right, knock it off. You're hanging around Ben too much. <laughs> but it's a nice feeling when somebody says, hey, it's starting to show. Your work is paying off. And I owe it to React Defense. All the stuff they taught me. I can do some of the stuff at home. Like there's been times when I can't make it in there. They've taught me so many different things. I got a heavy bag at the house. And I, I use it differently than I used to, thanks to the guys up there. Uh, the workouts, I can transfer those with me and then go back up there with them and have the time of my life. It's fun. It cha- it's stuff you want to do. It's not things you uh, like, oh, i got to work out. I look forward to workouts. I look forward to all this stuff because these guys have shown me a way of a lifestyle, not some resolution or temporary thing. They'll be like, I'll get in shape and then I'll get big again. This is the way you should do it. Find something you're really super interested in that can teach you some things and keep you interested the entire time rather than heading to a gym and just lifting heavy things and putting them down and then eventually getting bored and the only heavy thing you're lifting is that plate of lasagna. 
Uh, get in good shape. Learn some stuff and uh, learn how to defend yourself. Become a sheepdog. Stop being a sheep. And you can do that very easily. ReactDefense.com. It's in Phoenix. Beautiful new location in Glendale with Tony running the show. And out there in Chandler as well. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Peter Billingsley will return as an adult Ralphie in a sequel to A Christmas Story. With his kids? Hasn't there been two or three already? Yeah, there there have. There ha- there was Charles um, Grodin and Christmas. Mary Steenburgen were in the second one. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a summer one. There was one called um, A Christmas Story Christmas. Um, that'll Oops, be sorry. the new one. That'll be, debut on HBO Max. He uh, does come back to as adult Ralphie. Um, no word um, if Melinda Dillon, that was his mom in the original. She's still she, alive. She's still alive. Dad is not. Yeah, the old man's Darren, dead. He died in 06. Or Flick, Scott Swartz. Oh, he's dead. No, he's alive. Oh, he was in porn. He got involved in the porn industry managing porn stars. That's right. Yeah, Flick was in a porn I watched once. He doesn't do oh, really? he doesn't do, yeah, he doesn't do the sex, roles. but he's in the movie. Yeah. Oh, he's like an actor. Weird. Yeah, he and was he on managed Logan. them. Oh, yeah. yeah, and he was Master Bates as well from uh, the toy. The toy. Yeah, Flick played Master Bates. You ass. You ass. You ass. That is a great movie. A Christmas Story Two was 2012, and My Summer Story yeah. was 1994. Summer Story is one with Grodin and Steenburgen. and it's the same characters played by different people. And it moves to the great city of Cedar Lake, Indiana, where the, the books that were written by, what's his name, Trudier or Trudeau or whatever the guy who wrote the story, originally was in Cedar Lake, Indiana, which is kind of my hometown. Yeah. And then in the movie, it's Cleveland Street, so everyone assumes it's Ohio because that's where they filmed it. So it's weird because when they talk about the summer one, it's this tiny town of Cedar Lake, Indiana, and they're talking about like where my mom grew up. It's, oh, wow. it's really strange. It's not a good movie, though. But the characters are great. Tom Cruise is developing a movie that will be shot, at least partly, in outer space. One of the companies producing it is Space Entertainment Enterprise, and they're not stopping at just one movie. They're launching a film and TV studio, along with a sports arena, into orbit. They're hoping they'll have it up there by late 2024. The plan is for people to be able to produce, record, broadcast, and live stream content from the facility. That's awesome. Uh, Lou, Lou Yashinsky says uh, Roseanne is next on his list. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Anthony Hopkins uh, dated Martha Stewart. Do you hear yeah. about this? And she didn't want to hang out In with him. In the late 90s, she dumped him. Yeah, because of the whole silence of the name. Because she lived on a big empty ranch and, he, yep. and having Hannibal Lecter hanging her out. out. Freaked her out. Do we have She'll anything be, um, for dinner tonight, Martha? What will we have? Should it be fava beans? She and Snoop are hosting the... Um, Puppy Bowl this year. The Super Bowl thing. Okay. The Batman movie, if you're looking forward to that, it's going to be at least three hours long. Who's Batman oh. this time around? Robert Pattinson. Oh. And evidently, he's amazing. Really? Like, the look... Well, I've seen a couple of the pictures. I have, too. He, it looks pretty, pretty solid. Cool. And they're supposed to make... This one's supposed to be super dark and, like, really, like, you know, headlong into the mental damage of Bruce Wayne. Hmm. But three hours of movie... I'm. It's rare that I can do that. It's gonna be dark, so it's gonna be kind of like the Joker. Yeah, they want to okay. go like because re- Batman is a mentally dis- deficient human being. Like this is a guy whose parents were murdered, and he sits alone in a giant house and conjures up these delusions. He's not a normal guy, so to get into the mental aspect of Bruce Wayne in a dark way is the way it's supposed to be. And they did it a little bit with uh, Christian Bale's Batman. This one's supposed to go real deep, Joker style. 
That's it. All right, there you go. That'll be interesting. Three hours of Batman. It's a lot of Batman. They did that two and a half hour one with. Will it be like? I mean, how dark are they gonna they go? Gotta go and will it be like the Joker? Well, that's what we're that's what we're in. Sure, yeah, we just yeah. had that conversation. <laughs> See, all right. <laughs> the stroke is kicking in. We're getting very close to ten. But uh, the one that was two and a half hours where they lost focus of the Heath Ledger Joker and got into Two Face, and then got into that weird digital thing. That thing was about forty minutes too long. So yeah. Batman can go off the rails pretty fast and start being boring. Especially when they're trying. The Joker was a little too long. Man, that movie. Yeah, I agree. Dark. Still uh, haven't seen it. Oof. No reason to. It's just depressing. It's great. It's very well done. Never want to see it again. But yeah, exactly. I've seen it. I, I wanted to make it my Christmas tradition. That lasted one year. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, it's nine thirty-two. We got uh, the Guadalupe Squares coming up in just moments. If you want to play five at five nine eight hundred, what do we have there, uh, Brett? Do we have any last-second tool that tickets? Out. That would be pretty amazing I if we I think had. we got Shine down to Oh, that's me, good, too. Let me double-check here. Anyway, we'll get you some tickets to something. Brett's looking into it. But uh, right now, it looks like Shine down. If we, we've, well, during the break, we'll see if we can grab one last pair of tool tickets. We might. I'm not promising nothing. But we'll go through everybody else's stuff, and we'll steal some if we find any. If not, you get Shine down. That's a pretty good concession. We need a girl. We need a boy. 585-9800. The squares are coming up next. Just look at this. Look who's home. Oh, Mo's God. back. Good to have you, Mo. Hey, How is your COVID? Oh my gosh! You know it was um uh, the the worst part was I lost my taste uh, my taste and my smell. Yeah. For like two days. Which, as a lesbian, you were downtown all oh, the time. Man, are you kidding me? There's no more hygiene. Necessary. I don't think I came up for air. Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> I know. I had nothing going on. I couldn't come to work, so you might as well taste, make the best of it. Don't taste copper. You don't taste salmon. <laughs> You're just down there for hours. Oh, and it was Shark Week for her, too, that oh, week. Oh, man. God. Oh. Wow. All right. Show's over. Get out. That's you gross. guys brought missed you me. Brought to you by Clamato. No tea yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Moe's appearance brought to you by KDKB and the delicious taste of Clamato. Now with pennies. <laughs> All right. Well, good for you. Welcome back. I'm glad you're okay. Hey, thanks. Me too, man. You came in sick. I, and, well, and what's your story about the doctor before we go on? Like, oh my gosh. Um, so I went and got tested at this place. I paid money or whatever, and uh, I got the results back in less than an hour, and they came back negative. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just go to work and right. just deal with this. Um, then they called me and said, while you're here, while I was here, and they're like, hey, we're really sorry. Uh, we just sent you the new results. These are actually. You know, wrong. The test was from a hamster that <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah. it's funny because it was actually results from the last time I tested at this place. They just Oops. sent me the wrong one. Uh, That's incredible. And so I was just, and like everybody's like, how could you trust a place like that? And I'm like, hey, at least they called me and told me. Yeah. You know, most places just be well, like, you know what? Oh, well. It's good because, you know, most Mexicans go to a day's yeah. end doctor. So <laughs> it's kind of a thing. And Tara. Like, hey, I got money. Know, it's at okay. least the concierge called and straightened it all out. <laughs> It in the back of a yard by a fire yeah. pit. It, it was. It was actually, waiting. It was room. actually at my cousin's house. Yeah. You go sit out in the couch in the backyard. Doctor Abolito will be with you in a minute. <laughs> Doctor Abolito. Abolito. Grandma. Grandpa. Abolito. Abolito is grandpa. Abolito. Abuelo. Those are masculine. A's are feminine. Well, you mm. don't know the difference. Yeah, uh, that's true. All right, here we go. I'll take both. It's time now for Mo to be back. Good, and she's the host of these Guadalupe Squares. So let's get them going, Mo. Thank you, Chancellor. Up in the top left corner, we have got Trump. That's right, Donald Trump. You don't forget my name, President Donald Trump. Yeah, back. It feels great to be back like Mo. Eight yeah. more years. Like, Eight more years. Still president. I was just out in Florence. I was out there talking to Arizonans about that great Kirsten Cinema. She's a lesbian, too. You should like her. She's good. Put her through the star wash. I'd give her a run if she was still into it. If I had a clam, I'd bang into her, you know? What about Carrie Lake? 
Carrie Lake looks good. She's I'm a big fan of Carrie Lake. She's great. I, I hate Ricky Lake. <laughs> I, when I heard really? Ricky Lake was running for governor of Arizona, yeah. I almost burned the entire state. Found out Carrie Lake, not the same lake, different, not even related. It's good. You like that lake. I like that lake. I would never swim in Ricky Lake, but I'd be caught, like I'd water ski in Carrie Lake, if you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she would be satisfied. We all know that. Very good at it. Some say the best. They may have all time. By the way, it's still good to be here. Biden's still too boring to put in the square, so I'll just keep coming back. <laughs> All right, in the top middle square, we've got Jimmy oh Fallon. Oh, my God, it's so great Jimmy. to be here right now. Oh, look at Mo's back. Oh, God, I thought Mo's going to die. She was like, where's Mo? Oh, God. Oh, calm down. So good to see let's you. Let's play a game. Let's oh, play a game. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Let's play like a parlor game or something. Let's play a match game or something in my house, Rick. Oh, my God. So good to be here. So good to see you again. You know what? Louis this is crazy. Eggs. Did you guys hear about Louis Anderson? He's still dead. Oh, my God. It's what? terrible. What? Louis Anderson died. Oh, man. It's terrible. Like, you know, breaking news to that. It's Perry. Betty White's dead. I was at a funeral. Bob Saget. I saw his dead body. Oh, Rick, bad news to people. Really like, oh, my God, Mo. It's so great to I see you. I am getting so much anxiety right now. Oh, my God. It's so great to see Mo. It's great to Remember that thing you did in the air that was funny? Me neither. Okay. That was it. <laughs> right. That's great. KDKB. Okay. Is he still alive? By the way, KDKB is still alive. Louis Anderson's dead. There's no fairness in the world. Okay. okay. This is the funniest Jimmy Fallon's ever been, okay? In the top right square, we have the now late Louis Anderson. Yeah. Great to be here. My last appearance on the show. In the world. Why, yeah. Yeah. Because you know why? I'm dead, like Jimmy just said. I passed away a couple hours ago, and uh, it's all over the place. You're so. always welcome back, Yeah. Really. Well, good. Yeah, you know what? That's uh, inviting, and I'd like to invite you to bury your uh, your Johnson in my ass because I <laughs> one last time I'm still warm. You know, I come to Arizona and and I uh, I walk the streets and I try to find guys who uh, stick their Johnson in me, and then if they don't, I give them a couple hundred grand and get out of there. That was the story of me and Mesa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Brady knows. Brady, yeah, if you I, and I, if you and I had uh, anal. We'd look like a, a sideways snowman for about 25 minutes. <laughs> well, you're not, it's not even gay if you have sex with me there, Brady, because, um, you know why? Why? Because the ass is so banked there, you're not even get to the hole. Oh, okay. You're just being like rubbing in between two couch cushions, you know? I'll give it a try. Yeah, I'm going to miss you guys. Sounds painful. No, it's great. Ugh. Here, come here. <laughs> Stick your Johnson in there. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just so cold. It's, it's just so cold. It's getting cold. You better hurry. Not much longer until I'm an ice cube. Giant one, though. <laughs> In the middle left square, we have Shaq and Charles Barkley. That's crazy. Good to see you back, Mo. It's always nice to have Mo back in. Go to Subway, get yourself some sandwiches. That's going to be nice for you. Can you dig them sandwiches? By the way, if the Suns win the world championship, I will tattoo the word Suns on my ass, and I will walk the streets of Phoenix, Shagaroni style. <laughs> Please let that. I want it. The Warriors will win the World Championship, but if they don't, I will tattoo the word "sons" on my ass in bright orange letters, and I will walk the streets of Phoenix with my pants off. What about Los Sons? Will you do that one? Okay, I'll walk through your neighborhood with Los Sons, <laughs> and I'll walk through all the because they won't be able yeah. to figure right. out the you. Right, that's the thing. Oh, it must be a different guys. Los Sons, I'll walk through Mo's neighborhood, and then just regular Sons, I'll walk through good neighborhoods. <laughs> He thinks people want to see this. That's the crazy thing. He thinks that's a bet people want to watch. Big, fat, black guy walking around with his ass out. That's illegal in every state for a reason. 
I will, I will, on my ass, I will do the entire Gettysburg Address and Phoenix Suns entire roster because there's a big ass I got going on. Best ass you've ever seen. Shaq Diesel! Papa John's! Papa John's forever. I will buy everyone in America a Papa John's pepperoni pizza. Uh, what do they call that one, Brady? You know. Shakaroni! Shakaroni! <laughs> Extra pepperoni. I'll buy everyone if the Suns win the world championship while I tattoo Suns on my ass. That's something nobody wants to see, Shaq. Y'all, this is crazy. He's out of his mind, knuckleheads. <laughs> All right, in the middle square, it is National One-Liner Day. That's so we have right. One-Liner Brady. Hey, hey, everybody. It's One-Liner Brady here. Ooh, How are you? Good, man. Hey, you good got good one-liners Oh, me? I have good one-liners. Why? Uh, well, look at that. It's well. Uh, do we have time for a one-liner? <laughs> I, I do don't we know. Have time? Do we have time right now? I think we got some time. In fact, I got tons of time. Yesterday, I ate a clock. It was very time-consuming. <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh, hey, a perfectionist walked into a bar. Apparently, the bar wasn't set high enough. Get it? Yeah. One-liner birdies in the house. Hey, Mo, you know I love animals. Do you? Just love them, the animals. Yeah? Did you hear about the racing snail who got rid of his shell? No, I haven't. He thought it would make him faster. Turns out, just made him sluggish. <laughs> Kirby is loving this. I can't Nothing even get. From Brett? I can't oh, even nice. get that time back. This hurts. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Hey, I start. It started to rain, and Noah said, "Now I heard everything." Oh no! <laughs> ah, Brady actually laughed at it. Jesus! See, this is what we're talking about. You like these? <laughs> that's good stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. In the right middle square, we've got my future husband, oh. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I don't know why you say that. I, I, I have hopes and dreams. Too. I have a penis. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I want to touch it. Why not? But that would make you a non-lesbian, man. We. I. No, you're not. I, hey, oh, Brady. <laughs> Good to see you. I like your sneakers. I like your new series. I like my series, Disney Plus. The man, Jeff Goldblum show. You know they yeah. named it that, and it forced me to have to host it. Wouldn't make sense to have the Jeff Goldblum. And I wasn't there. Oh, mom. I could host it for you. Your hair's green. Thank you. Check your chlorine levels. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah, see you. Uh, at the apartment? At the apartment internet. <laughs> exactly. Right. Very, very astute. Getting in all of the corporations that I am part of. Apartment internet. Uh, you'll live next door to Mo. If you don't have much money. <laughs> that hurt. That hurt a lot, but that's okay. Because the truth often does. It does. It does. All right. In the bottom left square, we got Brady's secret square. Give us a hint. How you pussies doing? Oh, man. Oh, wow. Whoa. Aggressive. Whoa. Aggressive. It's uh, B. Arthur. 71 years old. <laughs> I successfully landed a plane in the Hudson River in 2009. Oh, oh yeah. It's yeah. that time of year I always forget. Yeah. Is it the anniversary? No, it's my birthday. Oh, your birthday oh. came right, right like a week later. Oh my God, I remember that. I was there that day. I remember breaking all the news. There's hundreds of people dead in the Hudson River. Four lives. Turned out everyone was alive. It was amazing. I don't like to brag about it. That was pretty good. Nice job. Thank you, Captain. Oh my God, it's so great to see you. It's so good to have you. Oh my God, look at the Captain. Who is it? You know, it's the captain. Oh my God, it's so good to see you. It's so good you're here. I thought you were dead for sure. I was breaking the news to everybody. Oh my God, it's so good to see you. I'm going to take you up in the Lindbergh plane. Oh my God, I'd love to be in that plane. 
The Lindbergh or the Earhart plane? I'll take either. Just to be with you, Captain. It's Put great. him on the Earhart plane. By the way, Earhart's the Earhart dead. Plane. Earhart plane for sure. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> Failure. Total. Okay. All right. We got us the captain. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just moving along here. Bottom, middle, square. We have got Coach of the Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury's beard. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Kingsbury's beard here. And, oh, my uh, Almost a week removed from the debacle that was our playoff game last week. And, uh... I'm still swinging so much puss, it's painful. Like, nobody seems you to mind. Like you're a fruit. Yeah, you sort of did say it a little fruity. I'm but sorry. let me say this. Um, even as bad as things were and how the city's turned on me, my beard still smells like pennies, salmon, and butterscotch <laughs> because of all the Scottsdale puss I've slayed since the loss. So, uh, my only motivation to stay coach of the Cardinals is I can't imagine what kind of poon I'm going to pull if we win. So. The beard has spoken, and uh, <laughs> just go Cardinals. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to spend the weekend boiling tampons and drinking the water. You're going to get so high. Because I want to get high as a kite like those Indonesian kids. Oh, my God. Can I join you? You can. Oh, I'm going to need some of your product. Also, why am I moist on the lower half of my body when you talk? You don't know why? I, is Sounds like weird? a thyroid condition. It might be. It <laughs> might be. My, a little bit of a sweating thing. <laughs> just more lube if you ask the beard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. why it's so That's right. nice looking. I use Kyler Murray as a butt plug. <laughs> oh, it's, it's very small. So, so it sounds like you've got a little pudding problem going on. <laughs> Let me mop that up with some beard. It's very absorbent. The beard. Cardinal's beard. Don't care about wins and losses. It's all about the image. It's all I care about. <laughs> all right. In the bottom right square, Lord and Savior, yeah. Trippery. Look, I've been out of the loop. Hey, Mo. Hey, it's good to see you. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. I've been traveling. I just got off a plane. My phone died, and Jimmy said he had something he wanted to tell me. And I don't know what that is. Jimmy, what is it? Oh, my God, Trip! It's so good to see Trip. Trip Reeves here. Have you ever met? I've met Trip Reeves. It's, like, amazing. This is the best guy ever. You golfed oh my God. with him. I get to golf with Trip once. Oh, my God, it was the best day ever. Like, we were there, and we were drinking, and all of a sudden, and then he, we had the best time. Every Trip was the best. Okay, Mo, you work for Trip, right? I do. It's great. Hey, Trip, by the way, Meatloaf's dead. I don't know if you know that or not. Meatloaf died. And he's going, what? Who? Meatloaf, he's like, you know, I'll do an interview, we won't do that. Meatloaf, he's dead. What? Meatloaf is gone? It's true, Trip, it's true. I... I don't know. I would do anything for love. I'd run right into hell and back. Yeah! I would do anything for the love. Never lie, and that's a fact. How did he die? Oh my god, it was totally tragic. Cancer ate his bones. And I'll never forget the way I feel right now. No! Yeah? No! Wait. (laughs) You're torn. I would do anything for loaf. But I won't take it in the ass. (laughs) No, no. I won't do that. Not once? You know what? That's how Rock Hudson died. Oh, my God. I just broke that news, too. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. Uh, Becca and Scott are on the line. Becca, are you there? Yes, Be- I'm here. Becca's there. Scott's there. We're ready to go. Becca, pick a square. I will pick bottom left. That's Freddy's Secret Square. Ooh, very nice. Wish yeah. me a happy birthday. <laughs> now. So demanding. <laughs> I didn't know no, Sully was such a prick. Yeah, wish him a happy birthday. He's, t- he's taking this bitch ass. down. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who it is? 
happy birthday. I do. Chelsea Sullenberg. Oh, my God. She knows his first name. Nice. Wow. Nice work. X. X got square. Sorry, Mo. I've been used to doing this without I you. I know. Go seriously. Ahead. God. <laughs> Sky. Pick a square. Are you there? Scott. Come on, Scott. Oh, Emperor, Emperor Trump. Oh, 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 what did he call me? That sounds so Emperor. good. Oh, Emperor. I thought he said F word Trump. It was a very a go Brandon situation we had there. <laughs> I thought he said F word Trump. No, very good. Thank you very much, Scott. You know what? A lot of people say Emperor Trump. I don't want to be Emperor of anything. Maybe exalted ruler or leader. That would be nice. But Emperor seems a little you like Emperor beneath me, I think. Yeah. I think it's just a little uh, Emperor of the Penguins. Very good. But you know what? Not a very good leader. The penguin, you know what? They should be in a better situation. They don't have any buildings. I have many apartment buildings. I could house all those penguins, but those penguins are very dumb. They have a bad emperor. I'd be a much better penguin emperor, I think. Don't you? I Mo, no. you're waddling like a penguin right now. What's I going am, on? I'm That's very strange. Because I feel uncomfortable. I don't know why. Because you're a liberal. <laughs> And that's, you should live your life uncomfortable because you want to tax everybody. You want to hurt people's lives. And that's exactly why I would look Look at us. I'm Republican. And there's no waddling. There's no disease. And you know what? You are Rage Against the Machine fan probably, right? Of course. Yeah, because you're a cuck just like them. <laughs> rage Against the Machine's afraid of a little virus. They won't show up anymore. I guess we're not raging anymore, are we? We're very, very compliant. The, the machine said, yeah, exactly. Yeah, go into the trumpet. You know who wouldn't cancel their F you, I won't do what you tell me? That's my that's my theme song, you know? They're, they won't even sing it because they're afraid of the do it? I'm going to go ahead. R- Trump against the machine. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, my God. Trump against the machine. I'm sure people would show up for it. Trying to feed my family with crap pasta noodle shells. I don't know the words. <laughs> All right, Trump, are you ready for your question? Okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, the oldest dog to ever live was 29 years old and five months. The oldest dog to live. The old, Shut up, Scott. I'm talking. The oldest dog to live is currently 57, and her name is Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> oh, my God. She's the oldest dog I've ever seen in my life. Walks on, walks on its hind legs. Whoever trained it. Amazing. Barely. Can talk. As some people fooled into thinking it should be a talk show host. It's crazy. Isn't it, Jimmy? Oh, my God. Don't do something. Can I play with your hair? You miss your hair? You got you in trouble last time, Jimmy. Don't touch me. I'll have to say, Alec Baldwin kills people. Also, what? <laughs> the truth is that the dog was 29. That's very true. Oldest dog of all time. Great dog. Amazing dog. Rolled over. The best? Rolled over. Some say. Got up. Rolled over. Unlike Meatloaf, he rolled over and he got back up. <laughs> oh <my God>. Meatloaf <laughs> rolled over. Turns out he died because he got on his back and no one could help him and he stopped breathing. It's like a turtle. Like, like a little turtle. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what Rosie eats for dinner? Chuck wagon. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, that's very true. Rosie O'Donnell, bag of chuck wagons. Every night for a while in her house, like a little tiny wagon train would shoot out of a cabinet, fire around, <laughs> remind around. everybody that if, if that's not sleeping, nobody's sleeping. Wahoo! Little chuck wagon, wahoo, time to eat Rosie. She'd get up and we'd fill her bowl, like Rosie, very good girl. And then she became a liberal dog and nobody likes her. 53, pig. No one likes her. <laughs> smells like smells like sweat socks in the WNBA locker room. Oh, all right, let's answer the question. Yeah, Indonesian seriously. kids would not even drink oh, her tampon juice. Oh, God, and those are Indonesian kids. They eat out of the garbage. They eat from the trash because their country is a shithole. Oh, Trump, Scott. just answer the question. It's, not even, it's disgusting. Go ahead. Answer away, Scott. It was you looking for your answer. I told you it was true. Look, I made... Everybody heard I heard you. I, heard I don't you. know what's going on. Liberals don't hear the truth. They don't hear. <laughs> when I say true, they try to make it false, and it's not. That's an old dog. Scott, what do you say? It's an old dog. New tricks. Uh, true. That is it's correct. Oh, I'm a smart man. They agreed with me. That immediately makes sense. All right, smart. Becca. Pick what a kind smart. of hurry is Toledo in? We can do this all day. <laughs>
Becca, pick a square. Becca? Uh, what was the question? Sorry. Becca, oh, pick oh, a square. You gotta pick a square. Oh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, my oh, God. I can't believe it. I got picked. It's unbelievable. I mean, oh, God. Oh, my God. It's the first time I've ever been picked. Nope. I've never been picked before. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Oh, my God. You're in a game. Becca, are your grandparents still alive? One. Okay, I have oh, bad news. <laughs> the other one's done. The truth is they're not. Neither of them are, okay? I have to break it to you. Both of them are gone. Both of them are gone. Just fast. Oh, my God. I hate to break it to you. Jimmy Fallon breaks bad news. Makes people feel better. Oh, my God. Jimmy. Mo, do you remember Ray? I do remember. She's your girlfriend. You live with her? Yeah. Yeah, okay. She moved out while you're here. Oh okay, it's God. over. What? It's over. She wanted me to let you know. I do not like you breaking It's okay. Who's yeah, It's so great. It's so great to be here. It's so great to be here. All right, Jimmy. Oh, my God. Let's do a parody. Let's do something funny. A Christmas song. Is there a grande? Where's Blake Selton? He's always with me. Okay, go ahead. Ask. All right, Jimmy Fallon. You have your own flavor of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. True or false? Oh, my God. That's not true. Yeah? Oh my god, I would that's know it, that. I think I would know that. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> you be excited. Oh my god, it would be so. Say, you know, I have my own brand of whiskey. Uh, and it's called. Uh, um, What's the question? Uh, quiet down, Becca. Oh my god, I can break, break bad news to you. You're deaf. Okay. <laughs> what? I'm an alcoholic. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you have, Jimmy, you have your own flavor. I told you I don't. I told you already I don't. <laughs> All right, Becca. Oh god, I'm wearing, I have my own flavor of Jimmy hat, though. Eat it right off. It tastes like copper. It's for lesbians who want to switch over. (laughs) Put it in your mouth. It tastes like the thing you want, only it's me. Becca, do you agree or disagree? Oh, God. Becca, do you agree or disagree? Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Becca, you're like a strategist without a brain, okay? I can't hear. No, I, I can't hear her. At all. Oh, there you go. That's why. Go. I can't hear her either. Okay, now you can. Oh, so shut up, both of you. The button's out. That's nice. everybody's fault. It's most fault. Because right. she's a woman. No one's listening. I get it. <laughs> you know why you can't hear her? Because she's on KDKB. Nobody can hear it. You have to listen to KDKB. I get it. All right, go ahead. God dang you, Jimmy. Even you come over here, no one can hear you. <laughs> Becca, do you agree or disagree? You got to read her the question. Yeah, she's got to read her Jimmy Fallon has his own flavor of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. True. I said I don't, because it's true. I don't. Do you agree or disagree, Becca? Yeah, I don't I don't think he does. I agree. That is correct. Excellent. X gets a square. Great strategy, too, to go as far away from your other X as possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, pick a, pick a square. One liner Brady. He's exactly the one you should have picked because you're a man and you know how to play tic tac toe. Boy, I tell you what. Watching a woman try to strategize her way around nine squares, and she's poking holes in every one of them with the ones she should. It's difficult. Hey, it's happy one-liner day, you guys. What's a quiet Hawaiian laugh? What's a quiet Hawaiian laugh? I give up. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. That was cute. Aloha. That was cute. It is cute, because that's me. Absorbs. <laughs> Anyway. All right, one-liner, Brady. Yeah. Larry David is banned from the New York restaurant behind the character The Soup Nazi. True or false? The restaurant that he did that in? You know what you call a sad puppy? What? It's a melancholy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I love National One-Liner Day. Uh, I don't know. I think probably not. That would be dumb of the restaurant to do to ban Larry David. No. Yeah. False. So false. All right, Scott. Or yeah, Scott. Agree <laughs> or disagree? I'm gonna disagree. <laughs> that is incorrect. Oh, gets a square. Uh, it's actually Jerry Seinfeld.
Seinfeld. Oh, who knew? I didn't know that. gets the story. You got it right. Oh, God dang it. Here we go. We got a woman trying to strategize on one end and one trying to keep track. Now a woman's got a way to win. This is why I hire men to run things. A Chinese couple had a black baby. They named it Something Wong. All right. That's a good one. Classic Brady. Okay. I did it. Pipe down, Becca. Jeez, am I your dad? Oh my God, Brady, I got bad news for you. You're Becca's dad. <laughs> hey, you know what? You should probably quit this game. Hey, Becca, what do you call a knight who's afraid to fight? Surrender. <laughs> she loves him. She loves him. She's a great audience. Okay, All right, that's Becca. enough of me. All right, Becca, you can take. Uh, Kingsbury's bird, uh, beard. Or bird. <laughs> or bird, whatever you want <laughs> for the win. Tweet, 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 tweet. Really? Wait a minute, she just answered, didn't yeah, she? Uh, no, she, oh, it was oh, his square. Oh, right. yeah. Next one wins. Yeah, Whose turn is it? Next yeah, one wins. <laughs> it's Becca's turn. All right, Becca, pick a square. This is for all the marbles. <laughs> you said I could pick uh, Cliff for the win. For <laughs> sure. There you go. Yes. Yeah, whatever you want. I like that. Yeah, okay, good. Okay. Yeah, even my beard doesn't want this one. <laughs> my beard's never felt more gay in its life and listening to Becca try to figure out how to work a tic-tac-toe board. Ooh, Mo. Mo. Yeah. You're going to have to buy us a new chair. You left behind some tapioca. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's the beard. I promise it's not discharged. You should consider having oh. sex with a bearded man. That's the worst word a woman can use, by the way. God. The beard hates you. <laughs> the beard hates you. I like third person beard. Currently, the beard is banning you from all beard use for one hour. <laughs> Trust me, the beard will stay busy. Kingsbury's beard is interested in your question, but not much else you have to say. All right, let's get to the question. All right. Prince used a photo of Dave Chappelle dressed as Prince on the single Breakfast Can Wait. Breakfast? Really? Breakfast. Is this what we've gotten in life? Breakfast Can Wait I in 2013. I never Paul. thought the beard would lament the day that Jeremy wasn't hosting this. <laughs> I'll say that's true. Becca, do you agree or disagree? Um, For the win. Yeah, I agree. That Winner! is correct. There you go. Becca's a winner, but just for tolerating Becca, Scott, we're going to get you a prize, too. <laughs> Becca, you're all over the map. Thank you. But we love you. All right, hang on a second. We'll get both of you something nice. There you go. That's it. Oh, that's sweet. Mo, well done. You're, welcome back, Mo. That's hey, good thanks. Oh, my God, it's so good to have Mo back. Oh, my God, thanks. Yeah, I thought, I thought, for sure, I thought, look, the energy's contagious, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Look, it's the best thing ever. Oh my we're going to such a great show. By the way, tonight on oh, The Tonight Show. Jimmy should do it. Oh, it's going to be the best. We would have the, we're so much we energy. We totally do it. So much energy. We're you so know what we'd energy. have? Blake Shelton. He'd be on every day. And Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande and, and Blake Shelton. Okay, that sounds great. Oh, JT? Oh, my God, it's going to be the best thing ever. Brady on, too? Oh, no, my gosh. No, no, I want funny people. Then why am I on? That's a great question. It's a great question because no one else will take the job at KDKV. I think that's really it. This is true. Okay, I got to go. There's more bad news out there. I gotta, I gotta report it to everybody. Okay, bye, Jimmy. Okay, goodbye, everybody. I love you. You just got okay. your Jimmy hat. I got my Jimmy hat on all the time, baby. It's okay. Oh, what? Tastes like candy. On. Okay, that's it. We're done. Let's get the hell out of here. Why can't I stop this? Okay. <laughs> there. It's addicting. Man, bit. he's on one. Well, he's got a lot of bad news to report. It's a big day for Jimmy. Meatloaf and Louie in the same day? Forget about it. When chemists die, <laughs> do they bury them? Jokes about German sausage are off the list. They're the worst. I'm <laughs> Brady gets all of these and gets a chuckle out of each one. 
He's loving them. Meanwhile, I die inside a little bit every time <laughs> one's told. We all do. All right, let's get out of here. That's it. Mo, thank you very much. Mo's at KDKB. You can't hear her here and you can't hear her there. She's inaudible you radio later. You can hear me. You can hear me, That's right. right. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mo, as Thanks, always. John. Got bingo this weekend somewhere. At, uh, I'm not at bingo. <laughs> doing KDKB <laughs> bingo. Midnight bingo. <laughs> it's next month. Next month. Last so it's month. in a week. It's in a week. Oh, in February. Valentine's Twink Bingo. It's back at Fort <laughs> McDowell. Mmm. <laughs> they should call it Bullseye. Uh, all right, uh, that's God. it. We're done. Mo, thank you very much. Uh, you guys have anywhere going this weekend? Everybody's in? Yeah, we're good. Nobody go? All right, everybody have a safe, great weekend. Go Bengals for Brady's sake. Why not? He's the only one with a horse. Who day? Who day say they're going to beat them Bengals? The Chiefs. <laughs> uh, that's about <laughs> it. They're not really afraid to say it. That's it. Uh, what? Still that from the Saints. Uh, Cincinnati has no originality at all. It's a dump. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Uh, we're done. Have a great one. We will see you tomorrow. Rest in peace, Louie and Meatloaf, even though I didn't like one of you. Uh, We're done. Have a nice weekend. See you Monday. Bye. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.